Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. And away we go into episode 31 of the Pinball Show. We're your hosts, Zach Minnie and Dennis Creasel. Dennis, have you had a great week, a bad week, a fair week? Tell me all about your week. Hey, you guys. It's oh, been fine. I see what you did there. Are you prepping for your brand new Deep Root game yet? I think I think I got it. I got some time. I think I got some time to prep. How much time do you think you have until you can purchase and receive one? Anyone or uh, anyone? Any or you got okay? Anyone? Oh gosh. Well, uh, let's just say I'm not worried about 2020. Okay, and I think that's fair. Are you worried about 2021? Mm, not so much. Yeah, we we will certainly get into that. Anything interesting happened this week, Mr. Creasel? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, in terms of last week, yes, it was a holy cow. Okay, so I I did three podcasts. I know you did two podcasts and a very like two hour long uh, yeah, stream. video mm-hmm. stream with uh, TPN correspondent and all around nice dude uh, Chris Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the thing, at least about all the, you at least had that latest piece with Chris. I, I just thought it was, there was a, to me, a humor to that. I did three different podcasts <laughs> and none of them are accurate anymore because oh. things kept changing so much because <laughs> we did loser kid. And that was after we did TPS. Uh, and I also had done my eclectic gamers and ev- like every piece of what, what was happening shifted when we did the pinball show last week, mm-hmm. it was still before the reveal. And then by the time we did loser kid, we heard about that. The reveal was now a non-reveal. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the non-reveal became a sort of reveal. It has felt like it's been longer than a week since all of this has transpired. I have, I have aged 10 years. I have been put in that princess bride torture thing. Not to 50. <laughs> Any gray hairs? Oh Yeah. But I really, I didn't know you had gray hair. Oh, sure. I have for years since I like was 29. Really? Yeah. You sophisticated early. Mm -hmm. Do you have any gray pubes? (laughs) (laughs) I think I did like a couple months ago find my first gray pube. I'm like, oh, come on. Poor Zach and his dusty old balls. I know. Maybe my balls are sophisticated. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give us a pipe. Bring me the cognac. <laughs> Butt chugging cognac. I'm trying to think what I've done this week. I've uh, your your family was on vacation, so yeah. you had to you had to live that bachelor lifestyle that you've forgotten of. My wife came home. She was like, "So what all did you do, honey? Did you, did you have fun?" Did you? And I'm like, "No, I sat in the same chair as I'm sitting in right now doing this godforsaken podcast, and I've done nothing but edit for you people." What do you want from me? They're pretty ungrateful, aren't they? Eh, some some are very grateful. Some of you are turds, but they all tell their opinion, which I appreciate. I don't always appreciate it. Well, you never 
appreciate it. I can't think of the last time you appreciated it. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Do you appreciate me, Dennis? I appreciate that you do the editing for this show. So thank you. I will formally thank you, Zach, for taking that effort. I always surround myself with people who uh, don't like giving me positive reinforcement. You, my wife, my parents. What's wrong with me? Speaking of fans, that's why I do this. It's my mm. only... <laughs> We're getting a little deep now. Uh, I've got something for my fans. See, if you would give positive reinforcement, maybe I'd send you an Avengers Pro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Stroke my ego. So we've got something to give away again. I just, in the mail last week, Dennis received from Stern Pinball their brand new, beautiful Avengers Infinity Quest banners. People love banners. People I don't know why, but they do. Banners. Those can, on pin site, sell for $200. Ouch. With that's, us, they're That's free. less than a topper. That's like, you can get three of them for a topper, but yeah, well, who, who am I to judge? Maybe I should have a program, a frequent banner program. Hey, that's not a bad idea, actually. Do you really want to track banner points on people? It's just another thing to track. Don't do it. Where are the video adapters? We'll talk about that later, too. I I thought it would be cool to give away a banner to one of these people. That would be cool. We gave away a Turtles banner to someone who did a review for us. So why not give an Avengers banner away? This thing is really We should do something different than a review this time, though. I agree. I agree. So why don't we do this? Um, I have been working and collaborating a little bit with you, but, um, to make some, some swag, some t-shirts, some, uh, the pinball show merch. And I want to include the listener. So the way that we're going to do this, Dennis, if you're okay with it, why don't we give away an Avengers banner randomly to someone you got to do a little bit of work here, listener. But if you can come up with a t-shirt idea for the pinball show, you could win free of charge a Stern Pinball Avengers banner. How's that sound? Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Yeah, Pete over there, he's one of our best listeners. He's already pulled over the uh, the truck he drives, and he's, he's doodling up stuff as we speak. Pete, uh, a Ford Explorer is not a truck, so quit calling it that, Pete. Sorry, Pete. It's jacked up, though. So all we need you to do is draft up something visually and, and try your hardest because if it's great, if you have some experience with like Illustrator or Photoshop or something, we want to potentially use your idea for a t-shirt that can be cherished and loved by the entire world. That's almost a gift in itself, I think, Dennis, but we're going to give them an Avengers banner on top of that. Keep in mind, whenever you do submissions, they don't have to be, I, I, we don't want any stick people, right? You got to put some effort into it and it's got to be good. Why don't you just demand that they make a vector-based file while you're at uh, it? Absolutely. Extra brownie <laughs> points for those. Okay. So get out of Inkscape. Uh, you guys better learn how to do vector graphics. <laughs> we expect right. this stuff to scale. Yep. We don't want to be. We don't want to take this idea in some JPEG and and lose all the quality when we blow it up to proper shirt size. Uh, I've been there. If you could submit something, we will give it away an Avengers banner. I guess MSRP is two hundred dollars. I don't. I don't know what they go. But uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea and it's fun. It's creative. We might share some of those submissions on social media. So follow us oh, there, that's a good the idea. Pinball Network, and uh, and maybe people can. Not that we'll take your vote, but you guys kind of give some feedback as to what some of these t-shirt design ideas look like. No rules. I don't think any rules. 
You can be as kind as you want, filthy as you want. I don't, I don't know. It could be pretty toxic. No wieners, but other than that, I think everything's good. No, no, actually, if you want wieners in there, it's fine too. So submit that to the pinball network at gmail.com and we will enter you in to the winnings. If you do not live in the United States, you'll have to talk to Zach if you win about shipping. But yes, I appreciate that. Yes, we'll, we'll ship it free of charge to the U.S. I've even tried to do what I can for our Northern Canadians. But yeah, if you're in, you know, Melbourne. Melbourne. Phew, man, I shipped off those video adapters to Marty and Dr. John. Ugh. My wife wasn't happy about that, Dennis. She just doesn't understand that you're a giver. She's like, why do we, what it, like these things cost more to ship than they did for us to buy, Zach. Not for long. <laughs> it's time for TPN Industry News. TMNT Tournament Time, and past the torque wrench, we've got orders to build. Hey everyone, Craig here again, the Pinball Show's Stern News Correspondent. Missed it live? Well, be sure to watch a replay of the inaugural Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Stern Heads Up Pinball Invitational. Hosted by Twitch personality Jack Danger, aka Deadflip, Stern pinball software engineer and top-ranked competitive pinball player Tim Sexton, and well-known pinball personality and ambassador Emoto Arcade. This action-packed competition took place solely on the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machines as some of pinball's most elite players raced against the clock and each other in objective-based challenges with the ultimate winner bringing home a brand new TMNT pinball machine. Who won? Tune into Stern's YouTube channel to find out. And other than that, it's Assemble City over at the Stern factory these days, as it's most likely we've seen the last of the 2020 reveals. With Stern undoubtedly setting sales records for both TMNT and Avengers Infinity Quest, not to mention a new run of Batman 66, they probably have more than enough on their plate to take them into 2021. But we shall wait and see. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby catch you on the flip side. Matt Morrison here with a quick Chicago Gaming Company update for the week regarding topper light boards and extended displays for Medieval Madness remakes. There's some complaints in the Pinside forum thread, everything from missing parts, wires too short from the new pop bumper lighting, but Pinsider ED209 has a great post detailing some of the obstacles with all three installs. That's post 7370 if you want to check it out in the Medieval Madness remake Owners Club thread. Also, Pinsider LTG, as usual, has been a saving grace for quick, accurate fixes for a variety of problems. Last but not least, in regards to any upgrade you make to your Medieval Madness, make sure you're running 3.0 code. It should be noted, the shaker motor is turned way up in the new code with no software correction, so moving the weights on the shaker motor may be necessary to suit your personal taste. Hopefully, the shaker and certain light tests will be corrected in a future code release. As far as Cactus Canyon and any future titles, nothing but crickets on my end. But if you still need to scratch that new inbox CGC itch for now, there are a few new inbox Attack from Mars still available from the recent short run they did. But that's it for this week at CGC. I'm Matt Morrison. Hi, everybody. This is David Dennis from Silverball Chronicles. I'm going to be this week's Deep Root correspondent who isn't under an NDA. In Deep Root news this week, 
Oh, deep root. You're funny. I was going to say always great hearing from our correspondents, but Dennis, how in the hell did David Dennis is your boy? How did he sneak in behind the scenes there? I don't coordinate correspondence, much less special correspondence. I didn't approve of that. He just kind of. Why is he encroaching on Chris's turf? This is going to be like a knife fight. Deep root turf wars. It's going to be like Anchorman. They're going to have to go at each other with a trident and stuff. I'm going to take pinball rubbers and tie their hands together. And then the other hand's going to be free with a knife. Switchblade. I'm trying to remember. I saw a movie where they did that. There was a term for that style of duel. I can't remember what they called it, though. So getting into the news term, pinball had some recent news. Surprise, surprise. Did you know that Avengers limited edition models are now shipping? I did know that, yes. Woohoo! So mine should be coming shortly, as well as all of you other flipping out customers. Ooh, fancy. It's Just waiting. waiting. Just waiting for that Avengers. Are you going to do anything special to unbox it? Mm, I've got a really good idea, but I don't know if I'll be able to get the resources together for it. The I resources. It, well, it takes I, a need, I need lumber. That's I right. need yeah. ore. I, That's kind of how it is. I need water. Yeah. I ran it by Greg because I was like, let's face it, Greg, you're not going to be able to record with me. Here's my solo idea. And he was cracking up. He was like, if you can, if you can pull that off, then please do that. We shall wait and see. Remember, everybody, after the LEs ship, they have pros coming right after that. So I've already been contacted by Stern and says, hey, you're getting, a, uh, you're getting a hefty amount of pros coming right after that. So I think we see pros in the next maybe two weeks. Wow. So those are going to be ready again, and then they will start on that desired premium run that everybody's waiting for. But I didn't get the first pro, so now I just have to wait and see what GNR is. Now you're going to have to play it and then play yeah, Game 6 by JJP and see oh, what you Game want. 6. It's so quaint that you still refer well, to hey, it as look, that. Hey, look, going to play by the rules here. I understand. No, I understand. I understand. There's a price to being a distributor. Well, there actually is. It costs me a lot. I heard on a podcast, I was listening, I don't know which one at this point, I heard Queasel is maybe looking for a new machine. Eh? That's what I heard. Are you sure? You alluded to potentially thinking about adding a machine. I have games that I would be willing to sell to make room for new games. That's uh, And I always try and maintain that. Don't ever want to get to, well, I don't, I, it's not a question of want. I suppose it's sort of a, a, do I get to the point where I say, cause I have room in the game room for seven pins mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable saying I am not at the point where I would say these seven can never leave. So based off of that, I still have the potential to add more. I have been trying not to ever be in the point where I would say all seven have to always stay. Mm. And, and yeah, I find that, you know, eventually after you put enough time in a game, you're like, okay, I've, I still like the game. It used to be, I had games I didn't care for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just ended up with as projects or whatever. And I didn't know what I was doing or I didn't know what I liked to play originally. And now I'm at the point where every single game I own, I enjoy, but you know, there's only so much to eventually it's like, okay, I've hit the very target in the spinner on super orbit enough. It can, you know, if I find something else, it can go. See, I would, uh, knowing your collection, I would have guessed, do you still have Buck Rogers? I do. I would have guessed that to go first. Buck Rogers, uh, could, would be on the short list as well. Uh, 
the thing is, I think I, I need to fix something on Buck Rogers and I have never sold a game that wasn't fully working. Oh, so, so that would be part of it. Plus, uh, as a birthday gift, I got the back glass restored from BG oh. Resto. So it's one of my oh. nicest looking back glass. Yeah, games. it'd be hard to get rid of that then. Uh, and because I've not, uh, I've also got some extended leg levelers I want to put on and try it much steeper, much steeper than you'd normally go with. Cause I think mm-hmm. it might make the game more enjoyable to play. So I want to try it like that too. I just haven't felt like crawling under there and, I don't know why not, because just yesterday I, I crawled under Star Trek like five different times to adjust the uh, <laughs> adjust the leveling. Well, you wouldn't have to do that with a deeper game, trademark. That's right. Mm-hmm. But they haven't made Star Trek. Is that maybe what one of their games that's coming out? I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. What about Could Star Trek? Could Hey You Guys though? mean Star Trek Episode 3, The Search for Spock? <laughs> that's Data. It's next gen. His name's pronounced Data. Oh, well, whatever. Data. Number two. What's the fucking Wesley? Why does he have such hatred towards Wesley? Just because he's kind of the stowaway because his mom took off? No, he was supposed to be like some like savant style, brilliant guy, kid. Yeah, the engineer, man. Yeah, but I mean, come on. He was a teenager, so he was annoying. He was always, he always always, uh, annoyed Picard. Seemed like Picard's like, oh, the bastard engineering child at it again. Yeah. It was hard on him for no reason. I was trying to, I was trying to show off, trying to show his ambition, but he didn't have any wisdom. Uh, spoiler alert! Don't ruin it for me. I'm only on like season two or three, okay. going back and watching. This. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember the individual episodes well enough to. Uh, Next gen had a lot of weak episodes. There are some that are iconic and really good, but I'd say overall, after finally having a chance to see it, like. Deep Space Nine as a series is stronger than Next Generation was. Mm. And they get a better storytelling. Strong take. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Star Trek first started, it was very, I mean, uh, Patrick Stewart, who plays Jean-Luc Picard, he mm-hmm. was, I believe, looking to leave the show because he felt his character wasn't ever really developed the first couple seasons. It was just, you know, he's just being the, the captain and that's it. There wasn't a lot of dimension to the His to the felt character. like the most developed. So, like Riker? Yeah. I liked him with his beard. I don't know. How the hell did we get on to Star Trek? Because I was talking about leveling it, because you talked about Deep Root Technology. Oh, my God. Avengers are coming, people. On to other stern pinball news, Dennis. Something happened this last week. They uh, put Aerosmith back on the line? No. Yeah. No. The toppers would sell, though. No. Uh, something happened where I sat back and I smiled. I've been but preaching. But you never smile. I smile. I can't not smile. I've been preaching about the production of pinball tournaments and competitions and creating an atmosphere and media that can be consumed by all and not just deep pinheads, right? I've been been shouting that from the rooftop. We've been giving ideas. I, I've kind of went all in on that. Well, Stern is now evolving. They're growing up, Dennis. Before you know it, they're going to be married. They're going to be off. Like a flicker of electricity or lightning, they're starting to ignite. And they're starting to finally listen. Something happened this week where do you have any do you have any songs in your life that when you hear them you just feel like you can defeat the world? Things are just lining up. Any of that? No. As you guys hear the music right now, that's right. I can see a new horizon underneath the blazing sky. I'll be where the eagles flying higher and higher. Gonna be a man in motion. All I need is a pair of wheels. 
Take me where the future's lying St. Elmo's fire Oh, Dennis, it's here Their TMNT Heads Up Invitational Happened this last week And it was a revelation This is how you put some production Into your pinball media Nicely done What they had done is they had pre-recorded this competition series, uh, the heads-up stuff that you've you've talked about, Dennis, where you have a task and you're trying to compete back and forth, right? And who can get yeah. the task quicker? It's very short, boom, 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 keeps attention, and they're off. I'm not as wild about it. I still think it is a second-rate type of way to show pinball. But nonetheless, they pre-recorded these competitions. Then they had commentators they had Tim Sexton, they had Jack Danger, and they had a moto um, all on the like the green screen studio After Effects template kind of thing that I I like using. It looked very good, and they would cut in and back and forth commentation doing these things. It was short, it was sweet, concise. It looked good. I'm so happy, Dennis. They did it. Yeah, and he <laughs> was doing it heads up, like I've said. I. I there was a couple shortcomings that, in my opinion, was one of them, but I can overlook it. It's progress. It's like in St. Elmo's Fire. All these relationships in high school, they're all, they're all changing, Dennis. They're trying to figure out who they are and what they want to be in the future. Have you seen that film? Do you know the nope. song? Nope. You don't know the song? It's a great song. Nope. Oh, nicely done, Stern Pinball. I will say, though... Uh, all transparency. It was a little raw, not not full tilt. Oh, those nerves are exposed. I was a single danger. Whenever I watched this, thinking, man, some guys and gals have all the luck. And Dennis, I can. Well, why can't we do this? Well, you can do what you want. I don't know. You can match the prize, but no, I'm saying why couldn't? We? I wonder if there's tryouts. I want to be able to try out to do commentary. On no, one of these stern pinball out. things. I mean, oh, so you're you're upset that you weren't the one doing it? Yeah, I I, I think that they did a they did a fine job, but I can only imagine what that show could have been with me on color and you on analysis, the banter, the back and forth. The ex- oh, Dennis, it would have been gold. A little hurt that I don't get included in that kind of stuff. I get it. I don't, but I get it. Whatever. Maybe it's my singing. Maybe it's that you're a distributor for Stern and you're not in any way associated even, with doing their even video more content. So then, <laughs> even more so. We've got ideas, people. Uh, it bummed me out, but it's okay. They're going in the right direction, and I'm happy for them. See, pre-recorded stuff. Oh man, you can actually pre-record stuff and still air it live and have it fully edited and be the best representation of your company and your product. Hot damn. Do you think they'll do more of these in the future? That's a good question. They said this was the, the inaugural, so I'm guessing yearly. Oh. Yeah. Maybe we'll get our chance in 2023, Dennis. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't. They don't need me for this stuff. I need you. With you, I can see a new horizon and anything basically. I've done commentary before. I know, and I haven't. 
Yeah, but you're like a nobody in the competitive scene. I want to stretch my wings, Dennis. Maybe you should go to a local tournament first and see how your wings work. I want to be their man in motion. All I need is a full production crew. Oh, did you know this? That Jurassic Park toppers... You know how people on Christmas Eve were breaking into uh, all these stores and fighting over the Jurassic Park toppers? Well, we thought they were gone, but they're back. Ooh. The second and possibly final run of those toppers have now shipped. Ooh. Did you buy them all again? No, I, they, they, they limit you. I can only get what I can get. But you know me. I was like, uh, I'll take 50. They're like, no, we can't give you 50. Like, what can you give me? Give you five. I'll take fifteen. Yeah. So, but the, yeah. the good news is, you want to see how easy it is to sell something. Mark the time. Timestamp here. We're going to air this about eight a.m. on Monday. I have, I believe, two spots of people who found some in between. So call now eight one two four five seven nine seven one one. Text me or email me at zach z a c h at flip the letter in out pinball dot com to grab one. I can guarantee you. It's not going to, uh, they'll be sold by noon. Man, people love toppers. Is it bad if I recently sold a game from my personal collection that had a topper and I did not advertise the topper to the person wanting to buy it and I kept the topper? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a separate accessory. I don't, I don't view it as good or bad. Well, why keep it? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get why you would want it. Well, I mean, I guess the idea of selling it for more later. No, I, and that's not even it. It's Well, that would be the it that I came up with. Yeah, so that's I just want to display them. I don't know. Oh, my God. They're I, not knickknacks, Zach. I, I know. I think I'm going to make you, a custom you shelf to, for them. Have you sat to wonder if maybe you're doing some of these things, not because you love toppers, but because you've kind of made yourself the topper guy and, like, this is the little dance you need, you feel you must do to entertain uh, well, folk? Well, I'm no right there. I, I stopped listening after you said topper guy. It's topper king, and I appreciate if you address me that same way. Uh, this is America. We don't do royalty. Oh. <gasps> I'm President Topper. Have you seen the post? Mail in your ballot for Topper of the Year. I'll own it. I'll hold it over my head as I go to Dennis Creaser's yard and I will sing to him. That was a good visual, actually. I'm going to give myself a lot of credit for that visual because I pulled in the old 80s song with the Say Anything film and took the boombox and replaced it with a topper and my undying love for you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why we will not win a Twippy. <laughs> On to Deep Root Pinball. We got a lot to talk about here. Do we? Yeah, if anybody wants to follow along, you can go to thisweekinpinball.com because that is where all of the information was allowed to be aired. So as you were talking about in the intro of the show, Dennis, they pushed back when we spoke last on the podcast, episode 30, they pushed back and delayed the release and the reveal yet again. But the following day on a Tuesday, well, there was leaked images, right? Between that, the couple leaked images from Lord knows who. And then on Tuesday, all of a sudden on this week in pinball, we get this whole plethora of information about the products that are going to be developed potentially by deep root. Now the other five correspondents, they call themselves the deep six. Is that what they've been? Is that, that's pretty clever. 
I think, yeah, but unfortunately, well, maybe not unfortunate, but to me, kind of unfortunate. I that makes me think of the horror movie Deep Star Six. I've never heard of that, that, much less seen. Nineteen eighty nine, one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, I'll have to watch it. It does not end well, so I worry when they call themselves the Deep Six. You know, I appreciate and respect when films don't end well because well, that's life. You know, in horror, that's often. I'd say it's the majority of the case they don't really end well. I don't know. The the bad guy always gets burned or blown up. Or... Yeah, but then usually at the end, it's like yeah, back. he comes. Yeah. So yeah, so we saw we saw this uh, in, info dump. Maybe is a way to to. I mean, I it could, was massive. I could see that characterization. Yeah. But the five the five others still had their NDA pretty tight. It felt like. Yeah, my understanding is that uh, per the this weekend pinball piece that the information was was released to give context and perspective regarding the the leaked images of Raza and that the VIPs as they were referred to in the, in the piece or the deep six mm-hmm. were released from the NDA but only in terms of being able to talk about what was in the article mm-hmm. so it seemed like and I did not consume all of the content because it it started to feel very repetitive after a while but yep. most of these uh, deep six folks then, Kind of went out on various platforms and talked about the article, mm-hmm. yes. but I had already read the article, so I didn't get it. Does that you understand? Yes. Like you I think- didn't hear a lot of opinion in most of those those follow ups. It was more almost like just reading the article aloud to me, like I'm fucking five. <laughs> and that's what it felt like at times when I was participating or listening to this as well. Do you think it was planned like this originally, or do you think this was no, circumstantial? No way. No. Careful. Think about it. And I've been wrong be, about a lot. So just assume, you can just some, assume that my my assumption was wrong as well because I miscalled everything so far. Well, about yeah, but reveal. rightfully so. But no, I I assumed that it was going to be here's a thing. You know, here's an event. The mm-hmm. deep six go. They they cover it. I'm sure a lot of like the content in this article was probably you know prepped by Jeff during when he thought it was still going to be a reveal. Yes, yeah. and then. But my assumption would have been that there was going to be a set date and time where they were all allowed to speak about whatever was on the tour yes. with anything to, you know, possibly some things disclosed saying, okay, this stuff, this stuff can't be public yet. We're showing you anyway, just because, but that, you know, Carrie Hardy would be able to give his thoughts on everything he saw, talk about, I mean, here's the thing, here's the main thing that, that was missing for me. Mm-hmm. Like no one talked about their thoughts on how Raza played. Of course. Did they play it at all? Yes. Okay. There was then one I, machine available to play. So I've that's it's it's really weird to me. But I, I mean, not not in the context when after the fact it was okay. You can only talk about what's in the article, and the article did not focus on Raza gameplay. So I I get why none of them said it. But to me, it's like a glaring thing that that's the first game we've we've known more about Raza than we have anything else about Deep Root. Where are the opinions from the deep six? There's just like a, this well, is Well, don't you like think that, that they're scared of the NDA? Of they're scared to give an opinion. Of, I would say if, I don't think they would be as, for, this is just me, this is pure speculation. But if they were in love with that game, Dennis, I don't think they'd be as scared to rejoice. Is that well, fair? I, I, yes, it is. But if you're, if you're really worried about breaking an NDA, then I, I, I could see them regardless of their opinion of the game being... Like you don't want you don't want to step on an NDA in a landmine. This has been a company that has not, in my view, been shy about suggesting they'll take legal action. Mm-hmm. 
and that nothing can put a chill on a lot of people, especially if they're not very familiar with the law, <laughs> than a threat of the law being used against them. If the deep six are thinking that they'll get to come back and, and learn more later, uh, if you went, you know, if you did something that upset deep root, mm-hmm. that invitation might not be coming. Yeah. And do you think that all six would come back if asked to come back? Yes, I do. Do you? Yeah. As we look through all of the details here, they had a note from the tour group talking about um, some technical issues with Raza, um, some of the concerns they had, the interactions with the people there, whether it be Robert Mueller. They were all very cordial, and um, they had they had positive things to say about the team working at Deep Root, so that's always good to hear. And then Jeff went into visually describing and showing different elements of the deep root, the deep root package, I I suppose, including a different look to the cabinet and back box. There's like a, there's three models to, uh, to deep root games. Some may only have one model. Some may only have two, but you've got your more arcade edition, which is kind of a standard edition. Then you have an X edition, I believe, which is like a premium version and then you have an extra edition, if I'm reading this correctly. Um, yes. And that's like the super, you know, limited edition version. I don't like the naming scheme. I don't either. I really don't. X and extra sounds too similar. That's Convoluted, really the big yeah. issue. I, I get the idea of the arcade edition. And I, I get the, I, I mean, I get the idea of the extra edition. I don't get the idea of the X edition. I think that. Yeah, play on words, I get, but... To me, this is a Xbox One X versus Xbox Series X or Wii versus Wii U. It's really... I think it's really confusing. You know what's a better name? Premium. There's got to be some synonyms to premium here. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Every every pinball manufacturer is doing this stuff where it's like, other than possibly LE, they mean different stuff. Except, of course, it's extra weird because for Jersey Jack, LE is the middle model. So what does that mean? I I, I I just... I can't stand this whole... I've never liked any logos, any um, brand representation with the X on it. I just uh, so played it. It's very 90s. Yes. Yes. Thank you. It's exactly. No that. fear. Dangerous sports. Extreme. X Games. So those are the models, but the cabinet looks very much different, I guess, on the X and the extra, extra extreme. What is it? Is it extra? X and extra. Extra. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a floating head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I'm i fine with it. All right. Yeah. For me, Dennis, the head is interesting to say the very least. I said on Loser Kid Pinball Podcast, which you should all go listen to if you want to hear a middle-aged grown man, Scott Larson, lose his mind. Uh, that was really entertaining. So go listen to our takes, Dennis and I's over there. Our appreciation for those guys asking us to come on. But I talked about this feels so much different that either it's going to look really cool in person with the wraparound graphics that light up the entire head, or it's going to look like complete shit and cheap and dated. They're going for this new retro Neo type of look, right? I I mean, I don't know how I describe the look and inherently I don't, I I'm okay with it looking radically different. I'm not, I'm not put off by it. Size-wise, it's supposed to match up to like a Bally Williams style, height, width, and all of that. And I like the I like the looks of that illumination in the back, but the stainless steel worries me. The 
wood furniture value city look with the columns and stuff worries me. The fish tank looking top worries me. Like the the whole thing, the only thing that goes into that head head is I think lighting. Yeah, that's my understanding. I, I'm not sure about that. We do have a hinge system to lift the glass instead of pulling glass out. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, but I, it's also not very innovative. How so? Bally was doing that, I think, in the '60s. Oh, interesting. I didn't. Exper- experimental, but what? Did, no, they didn't do it. I mean, they put they produced it. Um, wasn't Fireball? Didn't have a weird like? I don't. Re- I've never opened a Fireball. Hmm. I had a Fireball once, and I'm thinking that something was weird on that. Maybe the whole top came off with the side rails or something. I forget. Emails yeah, at the pinball network at gmail.com. I'm, I'm taking a look uh, at uh, Pinside, and there mm-hmm. was a thread from a couple of years ago which seemed to suggest Bally was using lift up glass from 68 to 72. Okay. So I've not I've not confirmed that those dates are accurate, but that was the okay. that was the speculation. Uh, let's see. And in that thread, uh, Chuck Wirt, who streams under straight down the middle, mm-hmm. uh, noted that his odds and evens game had lift glass and he mm. thinks that was 73. Okay. All right. So around that era, we had something like that. And then highway pinball with full throttle and alien had a, like a, a full piece system where you didn't pull out the glass either. It's still cool. I worry about the hydraulic pumps going out just like they do on everyone's SUV windows. Your windows and the, yeah, the oh, hatch. you mean like the back? Yeah, the back hatch. Okay. Who has huh. not had a, a an SUV and had to replace one of those damn things? Yeah, I've never owned an SUV. I, I I did have a hatchback Camaro once, and I did not have to replace mine in that. Oh, I can see you in your IROC. It was the year after the IROC was discontinued. But it was the same basic body body design. <laughs> I think some of the parts inside still said IROC. In fact, yes. <laughs> please tell me that you've rocked a mullet at some point in your life. No, Nicole. never. Come on, Zach. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> Jeez. No. I rocked a mullet. <laughs> I'm not surprised you would. Hey, I rocked a mullet in the fourth grade. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I ain't doing a little rat tail. I'm doing the full mullet. Yeah. The full glory curl back there. As we're looking through these, uh, we'll see. They do have some different ways of doing cabinets. They're either vinyl vinyl wrapping them with a, just a wee bit of extra gloss coating coming standard or you can get a direct print on the wood with pin armor coating, providing high gloss hammer tested protect. Why in the hell do you need hammer tested protection on the cabinet? Uh, someone just might like slam, slam the game into the side of the next game. That's going to do damage. I don't care what they say. Or you can get a backlit double printed PETG PETG lighted side art panel featured on the extra limited edition. Now these are the things that did not come in in time. They came in reportedly the next day after uh, SEAL Team 6 left. Do you think they have them on that machine right now at Deep Root? No, I don't. I'm going to guess no as well. But that sounds cool. Only if they don't do the highway pinball uh, single panel. A little teeny panel, yeah. I don't like that. Like It looks cool. It looks better than nothing. But light up. find a way. I said, Robert, find the way to light up that whole cabinet. Yeah, Zach, the, the thing that I'm, I'm wondering is... Be- where I, I guess I'm hopeful mm-hmm. on that is highway. They have that model to make them really easy to change and put in oh, front yeah. of the light because of the, the cabinet swapping. So I'm hoping that this isn't designed for end user changes so that they'll, so they'll go ahead and use more of the space. I do think it's, a. Um, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll keep going through stuff, but part of my concern here is, is this too much a la carte? Are there too many choices 
I always worry about that because when you're manufacturing, doing all of this custom stuff, you see Spooky doing it all the time, but they're small run and they're still trickling out things. This is supposed to be a competitor with Stern and Jersey Jack Pinball. But yeah, and I, I think I know, I know a lot of people do like the a la carte, like especially the, the difference for me is Stern, or excuse me, Spooky is not putting out three different tiers. It's like, yeah, here's true. the thing, and then here's the a la carte. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is, we've got three tiers and we've got a la carte. And I just, I find it, I'm, I'm skeptical of it. Let's, I'll just Yeah, it like just, that. it but, seems like more of a pain and time is not on their side. I would have uh, made that more efficient. They also have what they're calling other options. Uh, you were talking about the a la carte, standard glass or anti-reflective fingerprint resistant glass. Isn't normal anti-reflective glass very fingerprint prone? Yes. That's why I think this might have been a typo. I've never seen a piece of glass that is fingerprint resistant. Maybe they're engineering a piece. Possibly. But they should have made fingerprint resistant stainless steel, if that's the case. Hey, Maybe that's a little harder, Yeah. Well, I mean, refrigerators, you can get them because there was fingerprints all over this thing. So the, the tour group sold the main the main cabinet stuff the extra model they did not then their their biggest revolution or the biggest innovation what i think is what they're focusing on is called pin bar pin bar trademark copyright tm ding pin bar pin bar it's not just for jack on the rocks <laughs> can you can you tell the listener what in your opinion the pin bar is Sure. It's a, to me, the highlight of it is it's a touchscreen UI interface, though uh, it can also do display animations and effects during gameplay. Perfectly said. And it's located right where your lockdown bar would be, where your hands go. So it's easy, easy to get to those options. And you look down right by the flippers to play the game. So why not put a display right there? I get the, the idea of it, the implementation may be revolutionary. I don't know until I play it, but there were, were some concerns about the placement on the pinball machine and whether or not it would obstruct uh, the normal feel of your hands when playing a game or whether it's needed down there in the first place. Because a lot of the settings are what you open up the coin door and you just press the buttons and there you go. But I guess you get maybe some video modes down there. You can have a Magnus save. We we saw that in one of the picks, a Magnus save right by your thumb, which is, which is nice, but it seems like your hands looking at Steve Bowden's here. seems like the hands would be resting over that display to me, but maybe not. Yeah. I mean, the width of the frame around the pin bar looks fairly beefy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I read online a lot of people have been concerned about the corners, that they're not rounded yes. enough, that's too much like Stellar Wars lock bar, and it's going to be painful to do a lot of aggressive nudging and movement. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. Overall, I I like the idea of this. I okay. think uh, the concept of this is a good idea because I think maybe it's easy for people in pinball to kind of forget about this, but... I think the navigation of the menu system on pinball is quite tedious and it's improved greatly from what it was in the nineties, but it's tedious that four, you know, three or four button little setup. you're scrolling through menu after menu after me. I think my walking dead had over 70 options under one sub menu. Yeah. Lyman likes to do a, that. a screen showing you stuff like I see screens like this on, on modern day copiers 
And it's just faster. It's just a lot faster. Uh, But that being said, the average player doesn't have to go into the menus, but like once. Mm -hmm. You get your settings in there and then you're not really worried about it. I think from the gameplay perspective, that is a good spot for for viewing. It might not be the most ideal versus putting a screen in on the play field somewhere like we might see with a Jersey Jack game, but this is a lot larger. Or like a highway that, in the play field. If you're wanting to take advantage of the touch screen for video modes and stuff, this is really the only logical place to put it in mm-hmm. my view. And this would be standardized on all their games, so you don't have to worry about, okay, well, what am, what mech am I taking out of the play field to stick a screen in? Yeah. You've got this. It's taking up the lock bar apron area. So, you know, I've I've really warmed up to this idea as well. I really like this idea. I think it's visually very stunning where it's at. The display itself, the quality of the display and the animation they're using, the um the resolution, it really does look top notch. I'm going to give them credit there. I wonder if the display is the same size Dennis as in the in the head. It hmm. looks like uh, a yeah. very similar size. Yeah, maybe. My, they might play video and stuff at the same resolution if they want to, like, that would make it easy for them if they want to put both, at certain points, maybe have both displays outputting the same content. See, that's what I worry. I, I don't like that redundancy. But uh, to me, that's a, that's a, well, we want to keep the, we want to keep the pin bar busy and we didn't customize every single element to mm-hmm. always show something different. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the intent or not. So I'm actually okay with the pin bar. I think it is cool. Um, and that's where you load in like your profile and stuff via Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. You can, doesn't matter where you're at. If you're, if you're at a deep root game, you can log into your profile. I don't know if you can. I think it, I think it stuff. stands out. And I think, I think it addresses, uh, I think it addresses a area that technology could improve pinball at. Mm-hmm. So for, in that regard, whether or not this is the best implementation of it, I don't know, but conceptually, I think this is something that brings in modern technology and it does not truly disrupt what pinball is. Do you ever, when you're playing a game, hit that lockdown bar when you're nudging or when you're frustrated or anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I, on the edges, well, when I'm nudging, I usually never am hit either the top. doing a, f- you mean like punch it? Like a, like a fist, like a, damn it. No, I don't do that. I've done that. But I know, I know a lot of people do. And I've, no, hit, the, I, I I've hit the top when I'm nudging too, like to settle it uh, down. I flip something. off the machine when I'm angry. I've done that too. Yeah. I did that to Rick and Morty last night. So I worry about, uh, I worry about the wear and tear of these things. If they were only in homes. Okay. When you get them out on location, all bets are off. There's always that guy. No, the, uh, my biggest concern about pin bar is the price Actually, Mm. that's my big concern about a lot of these innovations is just how much, how much this stuff, lift glass with hydraulics is not cheaper than just putting in plastic channels and letting people slide the glass in and out. Putting in a touch screen, I don't care how standardized it is, putting in a touch screen into a pinball machine is not cheaper than a flat bent piece of lock bar metal. All this is going to add, you're either having to sacrifice on the BOM Mm -hmm. and the licenses to afford all this to keep the pin at the same price, or this pin is going to be more expensive because of all this tech. Yeah, and it looks like an OLED display. Like, it looks looks really good. That's my concern. Not that this isn't a really cool idea, but, I mean, you know, with the talk about Deep Root wanting to sell these or allow these patents to be used by other companies, I mean... 
how many people who want to just play pinball and aren't going to go in the menus all the time or whatever are going to say, yeah, let's please add $300 to my pinball machine for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I, that's where I'm worried. Uh, that's where, what in terms of launching a pinball manufacturing company, all this stuff is more expensive than what's currently done. So where does innovation start to lose and money start to win? That's a real, I don't know the answer, but that's a really good question. Oh, very by person. But, but that's my, that's my worry. If you start looking at all this stuff, it's, I mean, the pen is becoming more and more expensive, the more and more cool stuff they stick in it. And Mm -hmm. I just, um, you know, with my, you know, and this is my stance and it might not be the right stance, but I think that for a new company that wants to be a sizable producer of pinball machines, you can't be going in at like the JJP price point. You got to compete with the Stern Pro price point. Otherwise, you'll never see significant market share. Nobody can but, do that, though. I, I, well, not especially not like this. Some of the issues that I'm having when I'm looking at these on set of pictures here. So the, the pin bar looks cool. It, it needs to have round edges. Simple enough. You don't have round edges to fail. Yeah, yeah, but, but those are things that can yeah. still be tweaked. I think the idea of the screen itself is is fine. The problem I'm having is I don't know if I can trust all of this innovation, all of this new look, when there are very basic things that even I, an untrained eye, can see and worry about. For example... You're not going to talk about the two flippers not being aligned in the photo, are you? Uh, I mean, come on. Why? Yeah, I why? don't know why. Why? If, if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna have cameras there, you're gonna have people experiencing this. You have one machine. This isn't like a location you got twenty games to maintain. You've got one machine to show off. Why are the flippers misaligned? Now, what if since the prototype of Raza in the redesign of the game, they have gone with non-aligned flippers I like Middle Earth? That. Then that is a complete fail, and I wouldn't own that game. Because Zach, of that fact Zach, alone. It, Middle Earth did it. And I don't own that game. I know, but you don't. there are lots of games you don't own. I would never own a game that has misaligned flippers, period. That symmetry cannot you. be changed. It's not all about you. It is if they want my dollar. It looks like shit. Why would you misalign <laughs> those flippers? And while you see that, you're looking down at an apron that has screws, exposed screws in the top of it. And unfinished stainless. Why? You have a stainless steel like mirror blades, but they're stainless steel. Why? I have so many. Do you not think questions. that that's just part of the prototype? This is their launch, Dennis. I don't know what to. I don't know. I don't know what those stainless steel. Was sides, this their launch? I don't. Was it supposed to be? Was it just supposed to be some sort of like quasi reveal? Don't I, know. What is the because stainless remember, steel side blade? I don't know if they post. plan to show this or not. This is all ostensibly, according to the Twip article, the only reason we're getting any of this is because of those leaked Raza images. Mm. And I know Deepert will probably strongly disagree. Those leaked Raza images, therefore, are the best thing to happen to Deepert in 2020. Because if they weren't going to show anything after they aborted this reveal... They would be in a work. This has actually gotten some people talking positive things about Deep Root. Most of the forum commentary is still negative, yes, but mm-hmm. there are others who have liked things about the pin bar or some of this other tech True. that they weren't going to show at all. So it's to me, it's ironic that a leak that's greatly frustrated Deep Root is the only reason they actually ended up doing something right. But I question the amount of info dump. I actually think they have revealed far too much with this. They, yes, I I would tend to agree. It's it was like, again, the, the it feels like there wasn't a really a planned out strategy, 
and then they weren't going to show anything. And then they ended up showing everything, including stuff that I don't think is remotely ready for people to view. Exactly. And maybe those screws are, are part of okay. it. Well, uh, why so much stainless steel? Instead of wood rails in here, they use stainless steel. Instead of wood, they're using stainless steel blades. I don't understand. They have the vents up front. The quality stainless steel. of steel. I don't get the whole, I get if you're going for that look, but it's got to be Paul. It's got to be something that doesn't show stainless steel is oh, okay. I won't, I'll stop. If it's that. not fit, but that's where I'm like, it, if this is not finished, this is not what the planned production models are supposed to look like. I totally understand that, but there's still a purpose for them being on this machine currently that I don't understand. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they were, they were just looking at, Hey, what does this look like? If we do metal here, what's this, what's this going to look like? Mm. That's still conceptual phase, but man. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I the one, one of the many things that I did not get any sense of in this article is how close they are to production. Yeah, at we didn't all. get pricing. We didn't get timelines. We didn't get, they said maybe an update. We might get an update. We hope. We, we hope, hope to update you. you. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. So we, what, I don't know there. Poor phrasing. If you guys want to see all of what the pin bar has the capability of doing, go to thisweekinpinball.com and check out the long list of different things, including. News, ads, custom content, achievements, interactive touch video modes, etc., etc. And they even have future features of the pin bar. Now, this thing, this pin bar was one that wasn't working. That was one of the biggest issues here for the, the SEAL Team 6, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my understanding is that there were, there were a number of technical challenges related to the pin bar. Okay. As we move on to the play field and the dimple protection, this was another... Another questionable experience. Pin armor. I love pin armor. It's not my favorite innovation, but I love it. Uh, what I don't love is why do you have to put hammer tested a big logo on the play field in the drain lane? Come on, they're, Robert. They're re they're really Robert just own, they're really just owning that statement. That's just one it, of the things that they really appealing. wanted to stand behind is yeah. this and lean into this hammer thing. When you're looking at these play fields, they show one to the left. Without the pin armor, one to the right. Which I believe was armor. one of the prototype play fields that they showed last year. That was in one of those two games that was at that uh, show. Okay. The art saturation and color looks better on the left one, I will say. I don't know if that's a pin armor thing or just a print thing, but... I, I don't trust that because there seems to be a lot more exposed direct lighting over the one on the right. Fair. That's fair. That is fair. So I, I don't I don't think those pictures are close enough to... So there was a lot of fluorescent lighting in that room. We yeah. could tell from the sh shots of pin bar. So. They did have a lot of different mechanisms to show the pin armor and show that there wasn't going to be no dimples. I'm going to give a lot of credit, Dennis, because the, the six members did say, in fact, it did not dimple. Their coding did not dimple these games. However, <laughs> I know Zach, but it was already orange peel. It was pre <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> that's so big brain. I love it. Oh you can't God. have, you can't dimple something that's already dimpled. Wink. <laughs> so they said the, the early, the early runs of this pin armor, the early, uh, I don't even know. Basically it looks like a lemon peel or an orange peel already yep. because of the type of coating they are using. And you can feel, yes, you, can you can feel, feel the texture of it when you run your hands along it. Doesn't change the path of the ball. Neither do dimples Neither though. Do That's dimples. why I thought yeah. this whole thing is, and I, I admit, and I know some listeners are going to not, not agree with me and that's always fine, but I've always thought the whole dimple thing is overblown anyway. It's not like it was affecting gameplay. Yeah, so. it, it doesn't. 
I'm used so, to it by now. But I, I, I mean, I understand some people want this like aesthetic purity. They want to be able to play sure. their game and not see that it's ever been played. As they noted, Deeper did say that this was not the finalized version of the pin armor, that there will be, it will be smooth ultimately. Correct. But to show, I mean, again, I understand why they would not have wanted to reveal, <laughs> reveal this Ugh. publicly to say, yeah, we, we have pin armor. It does prohibit dimples. It only comes at the price of your playfield feeling like it's already dimpled. And looking that way too, because what is orange peel? That's what everyone said. The yeah. dimples even out over time, and you get a nice orange peel texture. Yeah. Here's where I'm at on all of this. Deep Roots three biggest things that they were showing in these new products all come with issues thus far. We've got the the orange peel coating that's dimple free. Good for it. We've got the the pin bar system, which is their biggest innovation, but it was glitchy and didn't work. Then we've got the cabinet being so much different, but the parts weren't in stock yet. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the the Gottlieb idea of printing on the back of the playfield assemblies. Oh, yeah. I, I like that too. I, I'm good with that. I like that. Audio, Deep Root Correspondent said that the audio is spectacular. It's awesome. This is a 4.1 audio system that is included on the extra edition that they were talking about but there's two mid-range speakers on the front crotch speakers that point mm-hmm. up towards the player's ears. Yeah, to ride the body up to the ears. Or scare the hell out of golden retrievers that live in your home. Possibly. <laughs> so the sound's going to be good. That's great. I, it sounds not hard. You just put in a little money and you can get good sound of anything. A, a potato can give you good sound if you crank enough amperage in. But can it look good? You're supposed to say, well, that's weird. Audio doesn't have a look. Well, it does when you use stainless steel vents on the front of the cabinet. Again, maybe those are prototype vents. We don't know. Everything is stainless on this whole game, but then the coin door is... Oh, don't bring up the coin. That's the coin door everyone uses. Then make it stainless. No, they spent enough money. The extra edition should have all the stainless as chrome. Period. Electrical, there's a lot of MOSFET, 48-volt letters and numbers, and CPU at 3.6 gigahertz. I'm not going the back of the future, so I don't... Sounds okay, I guess. Other things, let's not forget the assisted leveling. That sounds kind of neat. They've got uh, something in effect where it's going to level itself, so you don't have to do the turtle approach anymore on your Star Trek. Yeah, I hate turtle. Well, you'll still have to do it on your Star Trek, but... That's true. So uh, a one-person setup where it has some type of plate on the bottom of these games where you can install an accessory to do it. I don't know how this is going to work. Nobody has been able to verbally tell me how this would work and be easier and better. But maybe, maybe it can. I don't know. Just knowing how to unbox games and doing so 100 plus times, I, I don't know what other way there is, but that's... What you said in the last episode, that's why it's innovation. I don't know. Do you know, Zach, did the did the Deep Six see the kickstand thing for the no, one-person setup? No, yeah, I'm glad you asked. No, they did not see that, nor did they see the assisted leveling system. They did see the pen pod. Pen pod, that's my favorite. Trademark. Pen pod. Pen pod. Um, is a way to crate and ship pinball machines. It uh, It's a wooden crate, and I'm excited about this because... It's primarily why I don't like shipping used games 
because a lot of times, like my shipping broker, you have to have it fully crated to be fully insured. Mm. And that's a pain in the ass to do. And it's expensive. It's expensive to buy all that MDF and crate it all up. It, and it takes a lot of time. So I don't like doing that, but this may be a fix for that. It looks like an encapsulated wooden crate that you can put your pinball machines in with clipping systems throughout. And it kind of looks cool too. It's got rubber, hard rubber or soft rubber footing. So it can shift a bit and be fine. Um, they did see that and they said it worked well overall, seemed like a heavy duty way to safely move a pinball machine. It looks pricey though. Yeah. I, I mean, it's got a lot of clamps on it. I, <laughs> it's got a lot of clamps on it. I just, it's a crate, but with lots and lots of clamps. Um, looks like Houdini's I, trunk. I, I think this is of limited appeal. Yes, I could see that. Because most people aren't shipping games all the time, so they're going to just want their game to arrive in cardboard mm-hmm. on a pallet uh, because they want to recycle it. And typically it. I, it's safe safe, to, safe enough. I, I, I mean, I could see you shipping this and maybe trying to make arrangements, say, hey, I'm going to ship you. I'm going to fully create it so it's insured. And then when you take the box apart, it does it is collapsible. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's cheaper to send just the box back. Like maybe can you f- basically flat pack it and ship yeah, it? Yeah, maybe you can. Like where are you going to get your crate back? That's true. I, now that you, you say know, that, we I'm saw like, someone on Pinside selling a cardboard box for a hundred dollars. So I'm, this has got to be more than that. Got to be 500 bucks for this. It's just a lot. And I don't know how it secures itself. So surrounding preventing it from forklifts and stuff. That's nice. But what are you doing with the game in the box? Cause you don't want that fumbling and bumbling around in the box because it's, it's hitting wood, which is going to cause damage. Some cool stuff in here. They go on to talk about the software and the ecosystem, omni channels, pin access. There are some pretty cool things here. Read through it. There's some nice stuff in here. Conceptually speaking shot logs and playing Mario Kart ghost, right? Yeah, I know. I was, I was talking with uh, with Nick Baldridge from the Four Amusement Only Pinball mm-hmm. Podcast, and he's developed a couple of games for P3. And I know he's noted a number of these items are, are also in P3. I guess both systems use Unity. I don't remember well enough to be able to say exactly what was done by Multimorphic first. But again, there's stuff involved with this on the tech side that sounds like it's already out there in pinball. Mm. Yeah. So again, I don't. Not that it doesn't means it's not cool anymore. It's just, is it innovative? I think it's safe to say, though, that if Deep Root is able to launch in the manner, even in half the manner that they think they'll be able to, it will still get much more exposure than Multimorphic will. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think the, I, we, you know, we could do a whole segment on where where I think Multimorphic has made its mistakes in terms of trying to uh, sell their P3 units. Mm-hmm. Um, the that this, there's some similarities between the companies, though I must say. Oh, absolutely, sure, sure. But uh, I mean, the one of the things that a lot of people who don't buy complain about is the lower third being the screen. And with this, you know, with uh, Deep Root, you've got art. It's going to mm-hmm. look like a normal pinball machine when it's turned off, except yeah. for the pin bar. But that's just where the lock bar would be. So. In a way, it it sticks closer to the traditional guns than P3 does. And for a lot of people, P3 is that the screen thing is just too video game for them. For whatever reason, it's just too video game. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot. And Jerry's got a cool system that has some potential, but I don't think it's near the potential that it could have. 
But Jerry makes games. Um, that's true. That's a big difference. Even if they trickle slow, he does make them. They, do you think it was a good idea for Deep Root in this article to announce many of their future playing titles? Nope. I don't either. It felt like they were just fed up with the way this is all going and just said, here, take it all. I don't give yeah, a shit I, anymore. I, uh, may, I, covering some of the ones that were sort of already known, you know, like we knew Fire, Fire and Brimstone, Brimstone, for yeah. example. So kind of explaining the concept and features on that, I, I could sort of see it. But if Roz is the only thing that's going to initially be available, I would not have revealed my cards on all of this. To me, it felt like by doing it, that there was a almost desperate attempt to say, still support, you know, still back us, still want us to succeed because mm-hmm. you're going to get Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got the who and we got Goonies. So, so you should care about us succeeding with our unlicensed themes and you should still be rallying for us to, to succeed. And for your Goonies, you have a food truck. That's the thing. We've got food truck. We've got Merlin's arcade. None of this stuff can be presented as original themes that excite in the degree and manner in which they are presenting them, in my opinion. So why do it? I don't get like, no one is going to ever care about Merlin's arcade, nor will they care about the premise. The only way for you to get people to care about Merlin's arcade is to show why it's cool. That's it. There's no, that's where, Talking about the features kind of tries to hint at that to get your imagination going. Based on 8-Ball Deluxe with flow With and flow precision. and precision around new mechs. Unique gameplay HUD. So, Do you even need to say Merlin's Arcade? Or do you just say we have a new game based on 8-Ball Deluxe? No, no. I, again, I, wouldn't have dis- I wouldn't have discussed Merlin's Arcade at all because it's not ready to be shown. Mm-hmm. But, but that being said... I don't know if that's the right answer. I don't know. I'm judging this just off of pinball, and I don't know yeah. if that's the right answer. We find out about planned movies and planned video games well before they're revealed, mm-hmm. and that doesn't sabotage those industries. So that doesn't – and I might not be right in thinking that they shouldn't have done this. But but in pinball, we're used to not really knowing much about the announcement other than the game that's being – I think it's okay if companies were loose in their grip a little bit about the game that's about to come out. Uh, like, I don't see the big deal about not, you know, refusing for Stern, refusing to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until they're ready to actually show the play field. I they're getting see why they like, do it, th- like, yeah, our next game's going to be Turtles. I just, I don't think that really hurts things. Mm. Uh, I get the Josh Sharp argument on the, uh, you know, raw thrills philosophy. We got to keep the, you only want to sell what's on the line because that's, that's what, what I you agree need to sell. Yes. That's very operator oriented though. And the, the, the model in pinball is shifting more and more towards home ownership. And in home ownership for things like console and PC-based video games, it's like, yeah, we're doing StarCraft Three. It's coming out in five years. You know the name. Are you excited? And they are. <sighs> but again, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's apples to apples because you're yeah, like, yeah, but I only have to keep seventy dollars in reserve to buy exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many, so many so, different. So I don't know choices. the right answer. But in regards to me thinking about like future plan titles. In all of this and all this focus on innovation, again, it's it's an info dump. We don't need to know about these future plan titles. That's We want to see them. We want to play them. In a way, I guess, it, where it might have been smart is this distracts from some of the delay stuff and the innovation stuff that wasn't working. Because if you go onto a forum like Pinside and you read the deep root thread, 
something on the order, I would say, between 33 and 50% of the discussion is about those themes now, not talking about... The rest of it is complaining about the pin bar. Yeah, but do, do, do less people want Raza now? I would say yes. I don't think Raza had high demand no matter what. Exactly. That's why you don't want to compromise what little sales you were going to get on that pin. With announcing all of... Like Yukon Yeti, I can see that being really intriguing as a follow-up to Whitewater for a lot of people. Yeah. They're going to hold out now. Gladiator, not so much. The Who, it's licensed. But does it change it that much versus... People already knew Dennis Nordman had done a few designs for Deep Root. There were already people that I saw saying, well... Yeah, I've seen Raza. I'm not impressed by it. I really want to hold out for what Nordman did. Okay, well, that's fair. Do you like the direction Yukon Yeti's going in? What do you mean? Uh, looks Because like I don't know much about it. It looks based more off of, by the sketchings, more a children's type of game. The, well, I, Unless they're raunchy, but... No, come on. He's, mischi- he's mischievous and lovable, yeah. not raunchy and lewd. It sounds Yukon like uh, describing you. Hmm. lovable and mischievous well i uh so i mean if you're asking like my assessment no i don't i think it's cuteness is not fitting with the path i think silly and goofy aligns with whitewater i think the i wouldn't have gone with like little adorable teenage yeti yeah pokemon yetis yeah i mean he's not they're not like chibi cute but it's i I don't care about the art. I don't care okay. what the sketches of the That's Yeti a look story, like. Though. I don't want a sequel to Whitewater. I don't. I, I do. don't care. I know you do. A lot of people do. I don't. I never loved Whitewater in the first place. <gasps> you watch your tone. No, I will not watch my tone. Whitewater is good. Some people think it's Nordman's best game, so they're probably excited about this. I'm mm. more interested in. It says that there will be new mechs. Hmm. I don't I don't see much in the in terms of the the great multi-level flow because again if it's a sequel to Whitewater I'm going to expect it's going to have great multi-level flow anyway because that's what the Whitewater yeah, was known yeah. for. Uh so I'm curious about what the new mechs might be but but other than that I'm not really curious. I would have it. just shown raw new mechs kind of functioning. That's what I would have shown. I mean I wouldn't have mentioned this. No. I wouldn't have mentioned this. I wouldn't have mentioned Machine Age. I wouldn't have mentioned Gladiator. <laughs> what about titled TBD? Would you announce that? Yeah, TBD, Osler Space Pirate Game? No. Make I, up a title for now. Don't put title TBD. It just shows that you're uh, Magic Girl. I mean, uh, if, if they needed to mention other games to distract or whatnot, I, I suppose what I would have done is only mention The Who and Hey You Guys. And like those are your two. Yeah. Those are your bangers. Yeah, they, they came out with a slide on this it looks like a presentation it just says hey you guys 2021 sounds optimistic to me though it sounds good enough for me it's good enough for me it's but good enough. why say hey you guys quit singing i'm sick yeah, of the yeah, fuck yeah, of the yeah, songs yeah, yeah. i'm gonna i think i'm gonna make a rule that if you sing anymore on this podcast i'm hanging up because I'm tired of it. I don't want it to be a thing. It's a decent rule. But I'll yeah, break I'm it. Yeah, pretty generous. I never did that to market trend. I don't like to give ultimatums. But, I mean, this is like the third or fourth song this This episode. is the second song, thank and, you. And people have been complaining. And they're all so. good songs. Yeah, but you didn't write them. Cindy Lauper did. Yes. Oh, I can write my own music? <laughs> well, can. Is I that mean, the loophole? You may. I don't know if you can. Uh, there's no loophole. Dennis, the Goonies, the Goonies, 
Grail? Why, why didn't they call it the Goonies? Grail they said theme. the Who. Why, why are they hiding it? Goonies. Why are they not saying the title? Probably because their licensing agreement doesn't start till 2021. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But the Goonies are coming. That's all I care about, and it is good enough. I don't care about any of this other stainless steel, horrible design bullshit. See, I this, don't care about nothing. You are what's wrong with pinball. I am what's right. I saw someone else, I think, do the same thing regarding the Who. Was just like, oh, I love the Who. I, I'm buying that. Really? Yeah. Yep, I will buy the Goonies. Post. Don't care. And someone asked them, like, you haven't seen anything about it yet other than the theme, and you're already sure you're going to buy it? And the guy's like, yeah. I'm saying that, that with a caveat. Like, if, uh, if it is the Goonies. And what I'm saying is it has to be the Goonies. You can't give me Jurassic Park and it not really be Jurassic Park. You create your own universe. No, 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 it's no, It's in no, the no, world no. of the Goonies. No, 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 no. That's not yeah. the Goonies. All you need is one eye. What's his name? One eye. Willie? One-eyed Willie. Yeah, there. It's Goonies. I got my inhaler ready. <laughs> Love you, sloth. They have to. It has to be the Goonies, and it's it's purchased. It doesn't have to be all of them. Uh, maybe not. I mean, remember with Alien yeah. and Aliens with Highway, the big thing that was That's debated. And some people were, don't. was it didn't have Sigourney Weaver. And you don't have it, it. Had a lot of other pieces from the films. I'd say no not it i mean i said no too but gotta have the goonies everybody's got to be there mom for telly uh, such an ensemble cast and some of them aren't important they all are every one no. of them every one of them is important that's what i said booby trap so the goonies uh, i'm sold i don't care about anything else i just want them to get to goonies goonies are bust for me and i don't care about a pinball i'll i'll love the pinball i'll love everything they got the goonies it is what it is that's where that's where i'm at I'm good. Thank you, no, Robert Mueller and Deeper. I mean, it does demonstrate the power of theme. Yes, which brings me to my conclusion of Deeper. I'm the armchair quarterback. I realize that. But how I win my armchair Super Bowl is by taking everything you've worked on, Robert Mueller and Deeper team, every single thing, and retheme everything. Put it all in the can. Everything. Time machine, time transporter, Gladiator, Merlin's Magician's Arcade, all of it. Get rid of it. Focus on the Goonies and focus on getting Raza out. Focus on Alice in Wonderland. The Who, what? that's fine, it's licensed. And focus on Yukon Yeti. Everything else you have. Yukon Yeti is Yukon Yeti and the J-Pops. Those are the only acceptable original themes. Everything else, you've got to go out, get you some cheap 80s, horror themes get you some cheap licensing and retheme the entirety of these unlicensed games then you may have a shot otherwise i might not see my goonies that's where i stand you think it's fair unfair i i don't know why why you've decided like alice in wonderland is is worthy and because i saw the foam core of it and it was a spectacle yeah, but it's probably unplayable. I mean, Magic Girl in its finished state per the American pinball products was an unplayable, that style, you know, beautiful diorama. But that style of the, the classic literary piece, Alice in Wonderland, with the art and the theming was I don't know close if it to perfection. Well. Close to perfection. I don't know if it sells. That could be a collector's. You could, you could do a $20,000 for something like that. Remember, all that Zidware stuff was supposed to mostly be ultra-limited. That was its attraction. Well, and it worries me, too, because Zombie Yeti was attached to that, as was he Magic Girl. But we see a Magic Girl rendition here that... Oh, yeah, you're not getting, you're not getting Jeremy's art. That's not Packer's Magic Girl. 
No, it's not. It doesn't look bad. This is the new uh, Magic Girl. No. No, I'm not into her as much. Nope. All right, can we stop talking about Deep Root? Sure. Okay. Oh, shit. Punny Factory update. Punny. It's not any better. It's going to be limited. 112 units. (sighs) All right, let's go. This Week in Pinball's got the scoop on Punny Factory. Damn company had some surprising things for it, too. Ugh. So they're wanting to cash in on the exposure stuff. So they're showing the different phases and features of Punny Factory and the new company that is Pinball Adventures. It's creating pinball machines. This seems like your kind of street level game, Dennis. Oh, sorry. It's not street Single level. level. Single level. It's got a xenon tube. That's true. It does have a tube. <laughs> Try tube shot. Oh, man. High-end wood cabinets, full interior graphics. I'd, I'm going to give a special consideration here to the, the gang over there at Pinball Adventures. The full-height interior direct-to-wood graphics are pretty spectacular. Hmm. That is so I, uh, I liked how the graphics looked on uh, Mafia, which I believe was mm-hmm. put together by the same who are oh, now okay. the contractors for this. Yeah, Team Pinball or Pinball Team? Yeah, or? Team Pinball, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that's nicely done. I like the attention to detail on the topper, too, with the smokestacks coming out. Mm. I don't know what in the hell is going on with those vents. I feel like I'm looking at Deep Root stuff again in the middle of the head or uh, the side oh, of the I, head. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. What is that? I don't know what that is. Is that... Do you think they have the speakers there? I, t- I think so, but I don't want that to be true. Um, Why? What are they going to fit in there? Tweeters? Tweet, tweet. I don't know. And then you get a little sneak peek at the game to the left that looks atrocious. Um, what else can I say about this? It looks interesting. I don't know what's going on with the honey I blew up the pinball apron. It ah. looks like the biggest monster apron ever. Talk about one-thirds. The fucking apron's one-third of the game. And it's plain and boring. It's got cool shooter knob. There's no way this sells, right? Eh, Maybe it sells a few, few like Mafia did. Pricing's better than Mafia was. And if you look in the final picture, in the final phases picture, you can see the, the sushi or something all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of their, they see, they announced multiple titles up front. They actually have games here though. Uh, each machine is built by two of their staff, one for the cabinet and trim and one for the play field. Hey, if it works, it works. 10 to 20 games a month. So their production speed is about one fourth that of spooky. Wait a minute. So 10 to 20 a month. That's how fast they can build them. And there's only two people putting them together. Uh, yes. World's most quickest and efficient manufacturers. How, well, I guess there's a third done? person that, that does the, uh, does the once over for the test for QA, you know, quality assurance. Wow. You d- could you, if you knew all that there was to put together a pinball machine with your Lego pieces, could you put one together in 1.5 days? Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'll let you have, uh, uh, I'll let you have I'll Harrison Drake yes. from Stern. I think if I had done a few couldn't. of them at least, and you know, 
with anything, if I do it more and more, I do get faster and faster. It is a single level game. So there's not a lot of, of ramp mounting or anything. So no a lot of these there's components, no I think, go in pretty quick. No way. There's no way. I think you can. There's absolutely no way to put these yeah, things together. I think you're I think it's I think you can. I think it's fine. I think I think I could do uh, it. Okay. They they didn't tell you the whole thing. Uh it's twenty hour work days, by the way. Because you're sleeping four hours. Uh Punny Factory, we'll see what happens with that. I don't know why I'm so angry about the news this week. Oh, this never makes me angry. Let's talk about multimorphic. Okay. <laughs> Then pinball adventures, then multimorphic. I I kind of missed a couple weeks ago speaking about Nick Baldridge's Ranger in the Ruins. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, so I figured we can mention it here. I did get a chance to go back and watch some of the stream reveal from Buffalo Pinball. On, yeah, uh, I did. Today. I watched it when it came. I watched that live. Uh, probably about uh, twenty minutes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Some things that were interesting to note for me was that Nick was able to create this game code wise in 72 days see he could probably put together a punny factory in one and a half days there's no way i want to see somebody do a speed run on putting a punny factory together maybe just, you could maybe you could contact pinball adventures and ask them if you could sell one of their games if you build it yourself i would start it on fire i'd be so angry trying to put that thing together i could see like the really horrible ikea instructions and be like what's a flugel snog now i know there's no way. You don't have to build any playfield for Ranger in the Ruins, though. It uses the Cosmic Kart Racing module. That is true. It's based off the Cosmic Kart Racing module. It's $150. So if you have the Cosmic Kart Racing module with pinball numbers, it's not a bad price for a brand new game. It's a program. Um, right. It's a software. You add it. You have to have the P3 and you have to have the Cosmic Kart Racing module. And then you can go to the Multimorphic site and you can buy the game Correct. for 150 Thank you. Thank you. It is really kind of coded as a one ball game. I like you can change idea. it higher if you want to, but yes, it is designed to be a one ball. I think he was it's talking a about is the theme. Yes, so. I think he was talking about on the. He has it coded in a way. It might be an option that if you do add subsequent balls, then they're kind of uh, the scoring. Is, yeah, he diminishes the yeah, scoring. Thank you. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Decay. He decays. Yeah, decay is. is yeah, I think that's fairly accurate. We've seen that in other, uh, you know, in EMs, mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty common to, if it let you switch between five ball and three ball, a number of them, I believe also changed the scoring value Okay, or maybe that was early solid state. Well, anyway, I've seen it done before. Let's just put now it, the, the, the game affecting scoring based off of balls. The gaming itself looks more, I don't want to say simple cause I know it's not simple, but, um, well, it's not, it's not graphically advanced. Correct. And I don't think the rules are elaborate. Well, no, it's uh, it's got an EM feel to it. Yeah, for better or worse, Dennis. I don't know if this is fair, but it feels like a it feels like a phone game, but on a pinball machine. I could see that. Yeah, well, uh, because it's a a roguelike style. So, and for those that haven't played roguelikes in the video game world, normally you have one life to go and accomplish something they're usually fairly hard there's usually some randomized elements to them uh some of them especially the ones that are you know it's called rogue like the because the first game like it was called rogue mm. and so a lot of them might let you have certain power-ups or certain carryovers that you can use to advance yourself but that's not a requirement and in fact rogue did not i believe do that so in this instance uh the kind of randomized elements seem to be the ghosts 
because okay. there are these these ghosts that are based around its internet connectivity. So other people are playing Ranger in the Ruins when they die or, or lose or in some capacity, their spirit, their ghost remains in the game and your version that you're playing is aware of this because of the internet connectivity. That's cool. And shooting the ghost, I guess, gives you some sort of gift. And much like a roguelike called Binding of Isaac, some of those gifts are useful and some of those gifts are not helpful. What the hell did Isaac do to deserve that, though? Well, he was just a bad boy. Oh, poor Isaac. According to his mother. It's always a mom. Where was dad yeah, at? There are a lot maybe of that's the issue. Dad Binding wasn't around. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know if you've ever played Binding of Isaac. It's kind of creepy. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm going it with is, it. Uh, it's my favorite roguelike, Binding of Isaac. Oh, a something lot of odd and creepy, and, and you love it. Interesting. I, I like a lot of creepy stuff. But you're the kinkiest fucking dude in pinball. <laughs> <sighs> back, back to Ranger. You always have to Ruins. take it too far. I know, I know. That's the fun of it. Um, I want to play Ranger in Ruins with the missus. I want to be the Ranger. Uh, the the former ghosts can gift you stuff, like you said, some good, some bad. That's a that's a really cool feature. I love that. Yeah, I think getting the items is important to being able to get a good score in the game. Yeah. I like how if you tilt it, your game's over. It doesn't matter if you had extra ball or it's over. Unless you that's, had like the that's that's Nick wanting to force feed you his EM philosophy. He's like you will like this bingo game. You will like Tilton's game, Steve Bowden. You will like it. B twelve. Steve, Steve hates that, so that's why uh, I, yeah. that's why I name dropped him. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think Twitch integration. I guess that Nick's looking into something along that along those lines. Yeah, where you can interact live with a Twitch player of like Ranger in the Ruins by offering mm. bits, or uh, in chat, maybe you can interact with the game that the person, the streamer, is playing. And that that's, that's interesting. That's really cool too. Yeah, I, I've seen that on video games. Uh, not quite the same way, but there was a uh, there was a mod there's like a modified version of Zelda. Legend of Zelda, not the, I don't remember which version it was. I don't think it was the very first Zelda, but mm-hmm. where people could go into the system and you would get these, you could spend money, you'd have these points and you could do stuff to the player. Like you could help them. You could say, okay, you get more arrows or no, I'm taking all your arrows away. Oh, I'm taking all okay. your health away. One hit kills you. All sorts of. I could just see people trolling. Except crazy for the. Stuff. Oh yeah. No, they, uh, I, there was a charity stream where I watched them do this for two and a half hours and you could just hear the, cause there was a live audience this was pre COVID people laughing with glee as people just trolled the player incessantly. Like now left moves you down and right moves you up and just, you know, messing with his controller and all sorts of, I don't know if I like that. And they raised a lot. I mean, this was tens of thousands of people were watching this. They raised thousands of dollars through that game Mm. for whatever charity they were. I could see the orders or I can see like the moderators and just picture like leave Jack danger alone. Like the moderators really looking up and praising them. Yeah, but if it's like if you're like getting bits and stuff for it, I mean, that's I mean, I dance monkey. I, I ain't that dance. good of a person. I'd be like, yeah, mess with my game. Make me, make me, pay me, and make me suffer. Oh, this is so sad. Okay, I just picture. But, but the I guess that's not implemented yet for pinball. Like Keith L went up on the main stage of Pinburg, and oh, here comes a water balloon. <laughs> Try to dodge it, Keith. Yeah, I don't know if competitive is going to let that <laughs> that stuff in. Oh, somebody flicked his ear. Now he's chasing after him. Don't drink, Keith. Oh, okay. Ranger in the Ruins. 
I think that something like this conceptually for Multimorphic is a hit. $150, you get a noob game. You already have the module for it. If we have a catalog of 50 to 100 of these kind of games, you yeah, you might push forward this company a little bit. But it's ideas like this that we need to ever see Multimorphic as a player in this industry, in my opinion. I'd say maybe. I, I still think the actual moving of P3 units would, would gain more ground with a licensed oh, theme absolutely. with its own module. Absolutely. But, but obviously, the more independent games that you can have, especially if they're very affordable games. Uh, I mean, I know Jerry talks about the affordability of the individual modules, but I'm talking serious affordability. Mm-hmm. I mean, $150 is lower than toppers. We're not, yes. uh, these modules are over a thousand bucks. So in that realm, you know, if you, as you build out the library that creates an attraction to where you think that you'll still, you won't get bored of your P3. That's, I think that's an issue P3s had is that the game output is not fast enough and, a lot of the games are fairly simple, so people lose interest and get out of the product. And I think this model for the company is very much built around the idea that people will buy a P3 and then it's bolted to the floor because there's always new stuff for it. That's a fantastic so, point, actually. That's a really so, good point. But you need more than Nick doing it. Um, and I still think you need more than Heist. Yeah, I mean, Heist is, I think, all the module tech that I've always seen for I've I've liked all of it. I like the ball staging magnet lock stuff in the cosmic cart racing. The crane is super cool in heist. Uh and then of course Lexi has the really cool like huge ball lock thing that but it's not a platform on. seller. Heist no, isn't the, a platform seller. I yeah I think it's not Mario I, mean, most, it's not I know a lot of people who love heist but most of the names I know that have bought heist already had P3. And they were all really big fans of P3. Oh yeah, no. There's a ba- there's a lot of fanboyism that goes on with P3. Yeah. I know from EGP. I will if I neglect to say something, I get people writing into me saying you didn't talk about this. No. I appreciate P3, but there's only one way to go forward, and that's with a big licensed theme. Period. Period. I think. Do you think I, Jerry would even it's refute the, that? It's, at the, this it's point? the it's the killer app thing, and in pinball, killer apps need. Would Jerry refute things. that? Uh, possibly. Maybe we'll have sure. Jerry on. Asking. He could. I could see him disagree. Right? I mean. I'm maybe we're wrong. I don't think we are. No, I don't think so. Either. I mean, what, what's the most uh, in, in recent memory, what's the most successful uh, original licensed theme? It's total nuclear annihilation, but is 550 units, that. really an amazing selling machine. 550. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't uh, for spooky. It was, but then look what Rick and Morty did seven hours, 750 units. You see the power of theme. And that's not fair too, because we capped at 750 power. Yeah. I don't know what the original, Dialed in, sold more than five fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, but but it was but, not I a mean, successful theme. No, no, and in fact, I've been reading. I just started the other day reading. There was a little pin side thread about people voting on what the best JJP game that's currently out is, and a lot of people are providing their ranked lists. There are a lot of people in there that said they really enjoyed Dialed In, but they couldn't. The theme didn't mm-hmm. click for them, and they either didn't buy it or they sold it right away because it's like I just don't. I don't understand the theme. It means nothing to me. I'd rather have something that I care about. I think original theming. Houdini could have been a hit industry wide. Well, a hit if Houdini's like Alice in Wonderland to me, Zach. That's not an original theme. They okay, just don't have okay. to pay a license for it. Okay. Well, but there's no film or series or music attached to it. It's they created that story of Houdini and 
that could have been a hit, a, a big hit, if it didn't get panned for the way it shot. It could have. I don't know if it would have been a big hit. It could have been more successful. People were really behind that new company. People are always behind new companies. Yeah, look at me. I'm ready to buy a Goonies machine. I hope they change the story again. I hope it's like Goonies in the ruins. No. Oh God, no. One-eyed Willie's a ghost, and he'll give you items. I don't even. I don't even want to think about it. I'm. I'm worried now. Goonies is a roguelike now. This is out there because I. I'm worried that they're going to mess it up and they'll ruin my entire experience of pinball. Please, you you lived through Back to the Future not being the game you wanted it. To I didn't be. live you through that. This I'd entered into that game already being created and fucked up. But if yeah, I'm but around when it was created and fucked up, I don't think people are going to listen anymore. You won't hear the end of it. I think it's fine. I think it's going to be fine. All this is fine. Maybe it'll be good enough. Oh my god! No. I anyway, uh, good job, Nick, on your on creating a game for the P3. Yes, nicely done, Baldridge. What's that? What time is it, Zach? I'm no longer going to be grumpy. That's what time it is because it's time oh, for no. Pinball Market Trips! <laughs> I just get louder and louder. You do, and people complain, but you don't care. I tell them don't complain because it just reinforces the bad behavior. My compressor's on. It's a, it, there's only so much power that tech there's can do. There's only so much a compressor can do. You're like, I have activated all safety controls, Captain. I'm like, no, you've overridden them. <laughs> you've redlined everything. The reactor is in meltdown now. Oh. We'll just turn it off. You can't stop. It's a nuclear reaction, Zach. You can't stop it once it starts. Oh, do, speaking of, I thought the I thought my home was going to explode because I was outside yesterday or the day before, and we have this box and it's got these like Ghostbusters lights on it, like a storage What's in facility, the box? and it goes and it was lit. I've never seen it lit in the time I've owned a home, and it goes bant 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 bant, and t- it didn't stop. And then the ghosts came out. I was waiting for the ghost to come out. Now what it's going to be like, it's true. This man has no dick, but no. Uh, then we had to call. It was the sump pump. So it was an, a warning for the sump pump. I was about to have shit coming from the grave, coming from the mm-hmm. ground, like a little turd. They buried demons. your house over an Indian cemetery, yeah. but you waiting. didn't move the bodies. <laughs> didn't move the bodies. I was just waiting for it. So we called the, we called the local uh, waste people and they came out and they said looks like your motor's bad and i was like okay well what's that and uh well i'll come back monday and install the motor and i was like well what happens in between now and monday what if i have turds floating up from the surface and he was like no it's fine no turds gonna be coming up i, I assure you that and you might see some water coming out of that uh sewer pipe over there if you see that little water is okay a lot of water maybe calls back and i'm like well this is shit water so how do what constitutes and he just looked at me blindly but Trey up this week is something very familiar it's a stern uh, ghostbusters Idaho, <laughs> mr hanky coming up past your sump pump took out your motor that's right you your hanky. house smelled like flowers now it smells like turders <laughs> See you later, Zach. Have fun with your market trip. That was such a Zach joke. I'm so wearing off on you. Turders. All right. But no, good. trending up is go. I, I'm thinking of Mr. Hanky now. South Park is trending up. Buy it. I'm a great game. Just keep shooting the ramp. <laughs> that game is fun. Give that game some credit. Man, I'm a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh.
It never I'm gets back old. to the future of Stern. No, don't ruin it, Hank. <sighs> okay. Compose yourself, Zach. Okay. What's what's trending up, Zach? <laughs> Besides me in your sewer pipe. I want a safari shirt that has two chest pockets, one for Hanky and one for my Creasel clone. Both of if them. If I were to crawl inside your mouth, would you suck on me? Oh, come on! <laughs> oh my god. Trending up, we're going forward. Trending up is Ghostbusters by Stern Pinball. You heard it, it's still up there. Uh, people are still asking a high amount of money for them and they're selling, they're selling, they're selling. Plus with the topper, everybody wants that topper. This game is maybe a Stern classic. I'm gonna put it out there. A Stern Ooh. Pinball classic. Certified classic. Certified Zach Manny. When are they gonna classic. vault it? What's that? When are they gonna vault it? Don't classics get vaults? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think they'd be smart to vault it. I think that'd be a good one to vault. I think we might see a vault eventually. Not this year. Keep the artwork? Yeah. I, I think this should be the vault 2.0 system that Stern should come out with. That's my idea. Change a flipper gap, incorporate LCD into it. We're good to go. You don't even have to give me assets from the yeah, film because... I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to go to that much trouble, though. Us hobbyists can finish that out. I just don't think they'll do that, especially the LCD conversion. Ugh, too much time. No, not really. If you well, it could, like if they can it'd find it, it take a while. I I know it's been said like the moving the programming over to Spike from Sam mm -hmm. isn't necessarily the most arduous thing, but you're asking for a lot of assets to be created, and for a vault, they're definitely not going renegotiating the license to have movie. Clips, you don't think they could so. like transcode whatever DMD animations. Uh, into I think it would look way too crappy for people. I think they'd be because those animations were were designed, you know, that it's not like it's Iron dots, Man where yeah. they just digitized film into mm -hmm. dots. So I no, I don't I think you'd have to have the animation team really work at it to make it look attractive. And that's a lot of No, what I'm asking though vault. is for them just to simply do that so that we as hobbyists can fix it. Oh, yeah, I just I don't see them doing it like mm, that. I don't Sorry. either, but it would be great. Also training up this week is a piece of art. Well, that's strange. Well, it's not strange wow. when it's Chris Franchi doing it. Training up is Voltar, the pinball swami. Did you, did you see this? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ooh, on Facebook, if you follow Christopher Franchi or Saps or Mel Luna 5 or whatever, uh, all, all his... I must have missed meters. it. I follow Saps. Oh, he he's been drafting up over the last week or two this original concept. I don't know what he's using it for, but it's called Voltar, the pinball Swami. And it's very much his idea of that Voltar, right? But with a pin, it looks beautiful. It looks so good. Now that is an unlicensed theme that I could potentially get behind. Bye, bye, bye. That looked mm. really cool. Andy had a, for shits and giggles, which you'll probably get him in trouble later. He has a voodoo doll up at the top of the translite, and it says J-pop on it with needles in it. <laughs> yeah. Zach, do oh, you think oh, that no. Christopher Franchi would draw my portrait? <laughs> yes, he would. He do you would, think that? Do you think you. he could paint? You think he could paint me like one of his French girls? <laughs> Turd boobs. <laughs> Turd cleavage. Oh. As a movie reference, Zach. I don't. I get the movie reference. I just think of boobs and Franchi getting in trouble <laughs> for drawing boobs. And I, then I pictured uh, uh, poop boobs. 
And then, yeah. Then I, got <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't mean to convey that. but Not that I have boobs on the mind or anything, but see, you're ruining Hanky for me now. I'm picturing Hanky with boobs. What movie reference was it? Please help me. Titanic. On what did you say? Kate asks, uh, asks Leo to draw her like one of his French girls. Oh, okay. Are you like a Rolodex of movie quotes? Maybe. I think you Who are. cares? A photographic quote memory. You're successfully throwing me off on this pinball market oh. trends. Congratulations. Well, it's a sucky segment. so <clears throat> The pinball swami. Hopefully he does something with this besides create another original trans light for people to back a light. It's really well done. Franchi's probably still angry at me, but I don't care. When people shit on me like Dell or Fran, I don't care. If their shit's good and their work's good, I'm going to still trend it up. Because... We only report the facts here, and pinball numbers sure as the hell do not lie. You know who else doesn't lie, Dennis? Uh, Jesus? No, but it's somebody that maybe pled the fifth a couple times, and that is training up this week, TPN Deep Root correspondent Chris Chandler himself. You haven't created a nickname for him. I just call him Chandler. I'm going to call him Hanging Chand. Hanging <laughs> Chand. The Hanging Chand. He couldn't yep. say anything. But yep, just like a hanging Chad can't tell us how someone voted. Sorry, Florida. But if you ch- see, I got that reference. But if I'm you, proud of you, really. See that one. I, I missed the Titanic, which I'm obsessed with reference. Leo. But I caught the the political hanging Chad. Reference. If you guys tuned in to my live stream on flipping out pinball on twitch.tv slash flipping out pinball, you would have seen Chris Chandler and I discuss and overview the twip article about deep root. The reason that Chris Chandler is trending up is because post-production, I went back and re-watched this. I can, I can see why I don't do interviews, Dennis. I was not easy to deal with. I was throwing out questions that were really hard to sit in front of, especially if you have an NDA in place. So he maneuvered through them and was still entertaining and informative to a degree that I could have never expected anyone to be. I thought I was firing on all cylinders and I didn't think about how fair or unfair it would be to put him in the line of fire, but he was a pro. And that is why he's our TPN deep root correspondent. Nicely, nicely done. I earned a lot of respect hearing him. And look, this might sound like a, dramatized and hyperbole here go back and watch the stream i was cringing watching it i was like oh zach come on it's not fair it was all fair but to put him in that situation you need to watch it dennis i did oh see i didn't i didn't realize you were doing it live so i watched it on youtube Fuck it, we're doing it live bill o'reilly inside edition (laughs) so chan man you're training there it is Chand man. Oh, it's so Chand man. You're so training pedestrian. up. The training down this care. week. Your nicknames are not healthy anyway, so I shouldn't have brought it up. But training down this week is Amy. Amy, good gorilla. Good gorilla, Amy. Not Amy in particular, but Congo itself. Starting to flood the marketplace a little bit. We've seen a lot pop up. Hippos. Yeah, hippos and... Uh, Besides that that plunge skill shot that is genius, Congos are lower fours. It is the city of Zinj yes. that I have been searching for 
all my life. I trend up so much in that game. Curry, I'll trend up. That game is super overpriced for what it is. It's a fun game. I really like it's Congo, but when I found shooter. out it was over four thousand dollars, like it ain't that fun. The premise of the code is perfect too. I love that code set. I just need to double its depth. That's all. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, '90s game. It is yeah. what it is. So. They should go back and remake those and redo the codes because chasing those diamonds, but going into the modes, go all of it. I got a thunderstorm really cool. here. So, oh, do you? Yeah. Are you hiding under your bed right now? Yes, I'm afraid. Fear is the mind killer, Zach. It is the little death. No clue. Dune. Oh, of course. I haven't even seen the film. Well, you can watch the new one that's coming out. That everybody's already shitting on? No, they, they love it. I haven't heard great things. <gasps> so mean. Also trending down this week, unfortunately, is cabin fever. No, not the psychological distress that you feel once cooped up too long during COVID. No, no, no. We also call that AKA Creaso Mode. No, Cabin Fever, the operations up in Toronto. I think it is a uh, one of the favorite spots for pinball competitions and just hanging out and playing pinball. And they even have IFPA sanctioned tournaments for internationally ranked players. Why is this training down? Well, it's because they need some help. Cabin fever would be trending up, but without your help, it may soon be trending dead. So you got to help them. There is a GoFundMe page. 20 years ago, there's barely a couple of pinball machines on location in Toronto. Some really nice people who have, I've read through, who's donated thus far. Some really respectable people in the community. They have a goal and they're already a third of the way to that goal. So with your help, they can get all the way there. Ultimately, if we're being real with ourselves, will this ultimately help save them? I don't know. Who knows? It's that's so hard to say I with know. the impact of the pandemic. Yeah. And typically, you know, I would love to give to every one of these locations. So it's hard to designate this one to tell you guys. But I know it is in the heart of a lot of people in the Canadian Toronto area. So I just wanted to do a solid and give them a shout out. I like... I like it's kind of creepy, but they're putting like shower curtains in between each pin, so that could be fun. Mm. So they're doing everything they can to sustain uh, operations over there. But Twitter hashtag Save Cabin Fever, go help now! And also trending down this week, I told you about it, Dennis. I told you it'd come up later, and here it is—the Stern Video Capture Adapter. Where in the hell is this thing? Yeah, where are they? How long ago there were was promises that? made? A promises must be kept. Yeah, it's, uh, the Stern Video Capture Adapter. I don't know where in the hell it's at. I don't know when the hell it's coming in, but thanks a lot, Stern Pinball, because I have to answer fucking emails every other day about it. Hey, I heard you're the guy with the video adapter device. Hey, I heard you're the guy that's going to sell these things. Do you have any more? Can you sell them anymore? No, no, no! I got nothing! They told me to stop selling them. I can't sell them. They didn't send me anymore. Can't, can't ship anything. <sighs> Maybe they gave up on it. I feel like it's a spite move. It's like, out of spite, we're not selling it anymore. We prematurely announced or we prematurely unrolled this thing and we can't get back in the toothpaste jar. Yeah, it's hard to put that toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, who in the fuck has a toothpaste jar? Zach, what are you doing here? Yeah, that was strange. Not as strange as not freaking shipping these things anymore. It was too successful. Man, they're pulling the old topper deal again to make up for it. Let's jump right into your deals of the week. Bye, bye, bye. 
Deal of the week this week is an Elvira's House of Whores signature edition. How about this, Dennis? $16,800. Now, which one's the signature? I don't remember these weird The top-of-the-line one with the couch oh. patch in it. Couch patch. The couch patch kit. Yeah. <laughs> and the the, the uh, chromish <laughs> side art. I'm sorry. And the glitter powder coat on the on the armor. Don't hate. Bye bye bye. Now you might think sixteen thousand eight hundred dollars is shut your mouth, Zach. That's way too much money. What are you smoking? But I'm telling you, sixteen eight new in box. It's kind of a deal. Have you? How many times, listener, have you That's seen? A these deal of the week is now sale? kind of a deal of the week. No, I'm being I'm being facetious. It's kind of a deal. Kind of a smart ass here. Kind of you know. That's why I'm being. Yeah. 16.8 is a good price because they don't go up for sale. Have you seen any for sale, listener? No, you haven't. This individual also out of Johnston City, Tennessee, going by the name of AT at at, no, it's at 1105, is also selling a Batman 66 Super LE. 18 which, which version is the Super LE? That's the high end version with the sparkly, the spark, oh God, you're going to do it again. Laugh at me sparkly armor and the the chrome cabinet decals and the topper and the the specific call out so i don't know does it have a, a piece of any furniture with no, it no it's got the specific call out so you, you might get a mark machine or a greg machine so i, I want one that says at 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 <laughs> let's see if this one has the description of whose it went to now i wish it'd be like this is a tony machine <laughs> So we're after the pallet. 18.5. I don't know how much of a deal that is, but it will sell. Oh. God's angry at us, Dennis. I hear the thunder. They're really long, rolling thunders. If you wouldn't have threatened me with walking off the show, I would have sang a little Garth Brooks, The Thunder Rolls. And a lightning strike. Sorry, that's it. Don't hang up. That's all. I don't want to sing that song. Another deal of the week this week can be found at Flipping Out Pinball. It's a shadow. Have you seen my shadow that I'm selling? <laughs> I saw you list the shadow. And I almost immediately made fun of the price, immediately felt bad, and deleted my comment. No, it's a deal of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 indeed. Forty-nine fifty. You think that's too high? I just, for me, it would be, would I buy a B-tier WMS game or a new Stern? And it's like, that's easy answer. So yeah. and I decide, well, that's just me. So I'd probably I'd go with one of the greatest 90s pins and any pin ever made as well. Because I don't like to go around and just poop on everyone's sales threads. I don't normally do that. Well, one guy did. He'll get the dick of the week. <gasps> he came in there and was like, what's the world coming to? A $5,000 shadow? But. My friend Jason Owsley pointed out on the thread, he said, this coming from the guy that's selling a $15,000 slappy, the fucking clown. <laughs> it wasn't 15,000. Oh, what was it? Five. I did see that. I did see that. And yeah, was like uh, 10 punchy, the clown, punchy, the clown, which I don't believe is a very good game. Slappy, the clown, punchy, the clown. I've never played it though. So punchy, the clown. Yeah. So dick of the week goes to him, but, I think it's priced right. When's the last time you had somebody clear coat a play field? That's not free. When's the last time you saw a, a shadow with out of dirty? Uh, sometimes sanctum? when you do things to games, you don't get all your money back out of it. That's fine. But some of the things that are hard to do like that, you do get your money out of, or you should. 
I'll pay a thousand dollars extra for a clear coat of play field. It didn't need a new coat of clear. It, you just wax it. Says the person with a dirty sanctum. Sanctum's been repaired. You didn't even know what that special shop thing was. Yeah, but the, the uh, yeah, we talked to Ray Day about that. The, mm. Yeah, the similarities. He was were very judgmental. There. Yeah, but it, it, he was wrong still. I love you. You're the greatest <laughs> pinball player there is in the world, but you were wrong about that. I knew what he was talking about after he talked to it. It's just the loop. So when the loop doesn't go around all the way, it has nothing to do with the skill show. I think with that attitude, you will never be commentating their heads up tournaments. Come on, Ray Day. Have Dennis Creasel and I in there. Just put in a good word for us. A clear coated playfield. It's got no sanctum wear. The Auric package. The cabinet's good. Why hasn't it sold yet? You've had that listed like a week. I know. We're going to make it a deal of the week this week. If you mention the podcast and you want that shadow, the deal for you is now 4000 Slash. 4500 bucks. So, bye, bye, bye. $4,500. Now they sell for about that, Dennis. You, you might get you might the get The wire forms have been brassed. The gun has been chromed. You look, Chrome is not the solution to everything. God, it sounds like you work for Google as much as you shill Chrome. A lot of expense. How else sell my theater magic as well? Ugh. Sixty game. Sixty five hundred bucks. Sixty three. Sixty three feel good? It's got brass on it. Five five five. Sixty three. I wouldn't buy theater. It'd have to be a project. And if you want to know what not to buy, let's segue right into deals. Of the fuck, get it. Your shoes are dirty. Get, go. They're dirty. Have you been walking around backyard? There's shit in the water back there. Ah. That's the deals of the what the fuck, Dennis. WTF. Mm-hmm. Deal of the how do you sleep at night can be found on Pinside by a lovely person, probably a lovely person, by the name of Callie Boy. So I say Callie Boy? I'm a Cali man. Son's Cali boy. But he's not selling an Iron Man. Uh-uh. Right out of Camarillo, California, is an Iron Man. Game's practically new. It's in great condition. Coin door legs have been custom powder coated to the Iron Man candy apple red. I'm in agreement. The powder coat is perfection. This is a perfect choice in color for this game. All the lights have been upgraded to LED. Wait, oh, oh, this isn't a vault. This is the original. Uh Oh, I don't like that. The screen's upgraded to the color LCD screen. It's called a color DMD. Lighted speakers, that's 50 bucks. Upgraded lighted back box, good for you. Shaker motor, hinge covers, blah, 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 blah. It looks, it looks good, but not for $9,000, Dennis Creasel. Sell, sell, sell. Mm. And the motherfucker is firm. Firm. You could have said or best offer and nobody would be calling you. Yeah, given the recent revolting of Iron Man, it, I imagine he'll struggle to sell it at that price. You imagine? Additions. Yeah, I imagine. Just imagine. I, I reckon. I reckon it'll be a challenge. I'm fixing to send him a hate letter. No, it, it's <laughs> not going to sell. It's not going to sell. It looks good. But at nine, th- hold up. I see a plate. A plate? Like a dinner plate? No, there's a special placard on it that says Marvel's Iron Man. I don't even think it has the apostrophe for Marvel's. I think it's plural. Marvel companies now. 
Nimble Pen Limited Edition. Oh, you just lowered the value there alone. Nimble Pen, you did a good job. I hope people know that I'm not poo-pooing the job that they did on this one in particular. The translite looked good how it was. Do you don't need to change that? Nope, nope, nope. $9,000. Get out of here with that shit. Take your shoes off before you come into my house. Do you take your shoes off when you go into people's houses? Uh, if that's a house rule. How does, However, how does one know? Like, do you? They, oh, trust me, Zach. Shoe people mm-hmm. tell you. I tell They're people. Like, my wife and wear, I do. Don't wear shoes in my house. Yes. Uh, I, find, I find it deeply unwelcoming. Really? To put a demand on a guest, I find it. I, I find it. I find it encounter encounterance to proper decorum with guests. Well, would you rather us corral y'all's asses up in the garage? Because we will do that too. Because okay. I I'm fine with cleaning out the garage May, floor. Uh, maybe don't have people over if your floor is that precious that you don't want to vacuum. Oh, you can just vacuum out dog shit. You can just vacuum out hospital floor HIV and freaking hepatitis. <laughs> can you can you merely fucking hoover that out? Do you ever lay on your carpet, Dennis? Yeah. What are you talking about? If you lay on your carpet, you don't want somebody's nasty ass shoes that have oh, walked please. around this outside. Is over, the poop. This is overthinking. No. Yes, I lay on the carpet. I know, and it's carpet. People can walk with their shoes on. I don't care. Ugh. Step in a big pile of dog shit and then come over. Oh no, you don't care. Just carpet. I can see the argument if it was like hardwood floor or something. You can swear. take your damn shoes off. Be polite. Don't be nasty. Email the pinball network at gmail.com. If you're pro shoes off or pro shit on your carpet. I'm those people. My wife and I are big about that. Yeah, I can tell. We kind of judge people if they don't at least ask either. Like, hmm. You think it's okay mm, to just interesting. walk through? Yeah, no, I can't think of ever being over where a shoe off household didn't make it clear yeah well it's a rule that you have to take your shoes off in this house yeah it feels like we're part of family take your shoes off it's like a uh it's like an eastern culture kind of thing take your shoes off yeah that and that that culture has a different setup that's a cultural decision where it's expected everyone knows that that is not a u.s culture thing that is a hypochondriac invented oh thing i thought it was just a decent people... person thing but it's like hey do you care if i take my pants off on the couch rub my chode all over here it's clean. My chode is cleaner than the bottom of my shoes, Dennis. So why is that not okay? Because that's a violation of the cultural standard. Why? So, oh God, with these definitions. Why do you? Again. You don't care why you're. You're asking. You're like a toddler trying to distract <laughs> by a questioning. It's point. It's pointless. Why did they change the green skittle to be green apple now instead of lime? No one ate the lime ones. I did. I did too. I liked them. You like black? It was licorice. the orange ones that had to go. Oh, I love them. I'll eat them all. I'm too I, I I'm like too them. cheap to throw away food. I do like the green apple. A little overwhelming at times when you do handful of Skittles all at once, but I... I oh, oh, you you handful them. Okay. A couple. Uh, three or four. Oh, I mean, I will too, but I, uh, I segregate them and only eat the same color at the same time. Wow. Skittlist. Jeez. And I eat them in... Uh, in reverse quantity order so oh look! I grabbed, <laughs> oh my god but you can't grabbed, take your fucking shoes off when you go over to a guest house okay. i don't make you eat Fair the skittles enough. my way oh, be like shit. okay i got i got three orange out of this handful of 20 so i'm gonna eat the orange first and then i have four limes i'm gonna eat the four lime oh. next and then i'll end with the the you know 13 cherry 
or I'll eat the ones I like least first, and then I do them numerically. Oh, it just depends. Okay, I mix it up. I mix it up like your friend, except not all of them at the same time. Like like the whole bag. No, I mean it's like it's like people like the Pringles, and they sell them. And they're like, here, stack these three flavors, and you get this whatever. Oh, I'm like, no, yeah, I'll just stack that. three of the same flavor Pringle and eat that, and then I can try the next flavor next. You know, the next handful. When I was a kid, I used to roll up Starbursts into balls before I ate them. them. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I do the same thing with Starbursts. I organize them by color, and then I eat them. All one color at a time. You do that with M&Ms as well? No, because they're all the same flavor. Oh, it's a flavor thing. And I don't eat M&Ms. I don't either. As a general general rule, I don't. We had them too much growing up, so I don't. Gotta have peanut No, I do the color thing with Skittles, Starbursts, gummy bears. Because the flavors are different. Damn, I love I like to keep the same flavors together. That was your pinball market trends. Come back next time. Doors always open. Go take off your goddamn shoes. One of those people. Wow. That's why the people behind there are like, let's not go to the mini's house. Why? They always make us take off the shoes. I always have to worry if I have a hole in my sock and am I going to be judged or Mm -hmm. or if I grab the wrong pair and they don't match and I feel like I'm having to strip for them. Like I'm, like I'm in, like I'm in striptease. I have to do the the fancy oh, dance yeah. to try and be the hottest showgirl in town. I'll welcome you over with shoes on if you do that for me. I don't wear socks, so when I go over to the Bones house, I just take off my shoes. He's like, "Oh shit!" And oh, I'm like, yeah, "Hey, no. you're playing backfired." Because I like I nestle socks, around right? my big toe into his carpet. <laughs> Dennis, where can people find you? Let's. This is a shit show at this point. Let's close it down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eclectic Gamers Podcast at gmail.com if they want to email. Facebook.com slash Eclectic Gamers Podcast if they want to use Messenger. Those are the two best ways to reach out. Aren't you on Twitter as hashtag the Skittlist? No, I am not. <laughs> I don't promote my Twitter. Somebody now just opened that up. They're like, I got it. Does Twitter have a .net? We'll have to use that. Yeah, no, my uh, my Twitter handle is Taste the Rainbow Motherfucker. <laughs> I had to drop all the vowels out of it, though, to make it fit. Oh, God, I hope and pray that you have that bumper sticker on the back of your Prius. You can catch us at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. Uh, you and uh, Mike Winnie have had quite a conversation lately. Mm. Oh, yeah, he did email us both. I'm not going to lie, Michael. Uh, deep root. I love you to pieces and think you're a hell of a provider here when you did the off-the-record stuff. But I, I was having the worst day ever, and I opened up that fucking thesis, and I was like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> thesis. Yep. It wasn't that long. Yeah, to be fair, pretty long. It was a high school thesis at least. Pretty long. And I was like, oh, there's so much thought into this. I pray that Dennis takes on this one. And you did. So thank you. You can follow me on. Here's what I want you guys to do also. We've got some pretty fun stuff coming up on Straight Down the Middle the video series on YouTube, go ahead and follow that because you're going to want to stay up to date with the most current news, especially within the next month or so. So go ahead and do that. Got some cool stuff coming out there. And I want to do a, a bit of an expanded plug here for Flipping Out Pinball, the company that my wife and I own and distribute pinball machines from. I want to give you a quick uh, uh, updated inventory with all this COVID stuff. It's hard to know sometimes uh, what machines we have in stock. Your preferred pinball dealer We have Deadpool Pros right now. We do have, I think, one Iron Maiden Pro left. We have one Guardians of the Galaxy Pro left. We have Avengers Pros are coming in next week or so, and some uh, some don't have names on them yet. 
So if you want one of the Avengers Pros, let us know as quick as you can. Stranger Things Pros and Premiums, Black Knight Premiums. Remember, it's a last call for Black Knights. They're no longer making Pro, so if you're looking for a Pro, you're going to have to probably buy off the secondary market. But Premiums, there are still a select few left. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pros are coming in November, but the Premiums, I think we may have one left for the October run. If not, more November runs coming. Jurassic Park Premium coming in October, so get your name on one if you need one. Batman 66 premiums. We have a couple uh, unnamed spots for the November run. Willy Wonka, you can get all models, and that's been taking an uptick here recently. For whatever reason, I'm not sure, but people are finally figuring out that's a damn good game. JJP Games number six, we have a, we're, it's getting lengthy, this interested list. So I would, I would suggest if you guys want one, uh, get on that list. You don't have to know what model yet, but just get on the list so we can contact you when that is revealed. Monster Bash and Attack from Mars. You wanted AFM, so come and get it now. They are in stock, ready to ship, as well as American Pitball's Oktoberfest and Hot Wheels. We got Hot Wheels rolling in in a week or two. Escalera stair climbing hand trucks are still selling well, but if you haven't experienced one for yourself and you're as crooked as a politician with your back, you might as well call me and we'll get you set up with one of those. I'd say that we have a new Puppet Pals coming this week, but I have no clue what's coming up for TPN. We did yeah, have a final I, round that was a bit dis- delayed. Yeah, that was Larry just hit with Travi Murray. Yeah, the talking about the deep root, marvelous Travis, and just another pinball. They've been pretty. Joel's been pretty proactive about putting out content. Just another episode twice a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the numbers don't lie. People are people are loving that show. Are we going to have a Prince Chronicles? What are they brewing next? I think it's to finish the second half of the Bally Art episode, though. Oh, they're going to go right back to it? I, I That's where I'm not sure if they were going to take it just like Doing a one-episode break. Thing or not. David Dennis did indicate at the start of the last episode they were not going to do what they did with Steve Ritchie and make it that long out. Oh, I, I if I were them, I would encourage them to just do the next Bally one and finish it off. Okay. But I don't know that. Hopefully we get a Puppet Pals. Hopefully we get... Uh, all the other beloved shows on this network. Streaming everywhere now, too. All of the TPN affiliates. They're killing it with the streams, the top 10 list. Follow us on Facebook for that. That's a lot of fun. And YouTube is still dead. That's okay. For Dennis Kreisel, I'm Zachary Manny. Remember, don't be odd. Get yourself a pin pod. And always practice safe pinball and don't spread germs and poo. Take off your shoes. Ah! So long, everybody. I think if you were to... No, that's not a good enough joke. Yeah, don't tell you're a not good joke. Uh, uh, good enough. Deal, this, deal, this, deal of the week this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying. Kill me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's fine. Good deal. Good episode. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker.